Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. And we're off. We're back. We're here. We're in here. Present. In my room. Present. Back in the bedroom. <laughs> I want to start off by saying Foot Locker. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> what have you done to me? <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm not going to mess things up, guys. My bad. My bad. My bad. No, my no come on. Blue. They're just really black and wheat, Tim's. They're light blue. I think it's navy blue. That's a black. It's a turquoise. No, but that black, that dark part is navy blue. It's black. No, it's black. It's pitch black. Straight black. Straight black. Okay, see, I thought That's it was Timberland's navy blue. Because I thought see? they were going to do... Then that would have been okay, a little bit more work. sense. Yes. So that color, like, I see the color palette mat that yeah, match. But no, no, it's black. It's black. And then it's the like new buck suede. <laughs> and new like, buck? And uh, what is that? T- uh, new buck? Is North that what face it's called? jacket material. Yeah, new buck is soft, like, uh, soft suede. You never suede. knew it was called new buck? Nigga, I call them wheats, the butters, the yuttas. <laughs> they call them nothing. New buck. I don't even watch the Milwaukee Bucks. All right. huh? But then when you see like suede kind of, so new buck is pretty much suede shaved and smoothened out. And suede is like mm. the actual. Okay. It's a fuzzy. A little texture to it. The, the back of leather, basically. Okay. The way you're holding your cup in your fingers, it made it look like you were smoking. So like, oh. I feel like it's a very <laughs> it's habitual <laughs> thing for you now. No. Oh, is this a Dave Chappelle? Like, you see Dave Chappelle? Did he Chappelle? Just yeah. say he was not going to smoke? <laughs> Dave Chappelle goes like, like, we'll be on stage and we'll literally go... When and like with no cigarette <laughs> in his mouth, he'll literally yeah, he'll put his fingers to his mouth like he's smoking. Yeah, he's so used to the motion, especially yeah. like doing stand up. There's so many places he's had to. Do, he's done stand up and he couldn't smoke in that place, which is very rare. I think if yeah. you're Dave Chappelle, mm-hmm. you should be able to smoke anywhere you want if you're Dave Chappelle. Let's be very real. It's like mm-hmm. a part of his outfit. Pretty sure you're not supposed to smoke in like any major big. They event. say that, but <laughs> people smoke there anyways. And if any bylaw officer comes in and says, "Hey, we're charging the venue for this for him smoking cigarette," that's a straight asshole move because it's like it's Dave Chappelle. You obviously know it's not the venue. It's like it's like charging Snoop Dogg. Like yeah. you knew what it's Snoop Dogg. Yeah. <laughs> you knew what he was about when he walked in the door. You smelled him. You can't be surprised at all. He's yeah. thirty feet away. You smell the Kush. <laughs> you know that Kings of Comedy story when like uh, they lit up the cigar and they're like, "Whatever, we'll pay the fine." But we just oh yeah yeah, yeah, cigar. yeah yeah You know what I mean? Yeah. And that that's it, the shit I think is that's sick. the same with mm-hmm. uh, Guns and Roses. They're notoriously late for coming on stage. Mm. Like I'm talking about. Their show might start at eight o'clock and they'll come on at like midnight. Type like Lauren Wait, did the Caucasian Lauren Hills? Yes. This is actually great. It's exclusive. It's exclusive. It's exclusive. Premiere. 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 So when I worked that concert, they were like, okay, guys, prepare that it's going to be hours before. Like, they literally are like, because you're supposed to be off stage at 11 o'clock and they won't get on stage until like midnight. Yeah, that's like fire. And so and they safety. literally are like, we're taking the fines. Like, just fine us. It's, I mean, so they do that. If you got it, it was say like, yo, the show starts at four. Then they come at 10 or <laughs> I was late. Yeah, like Black Thanksgiving. He's on time. <laughs> you say at four o'clock, so everybody shows up at seven. Yep. 
food is much. <laughs> food's just ready every single time. That was yesterday. My my um cousins we had a cousins giving mm. and the my one cousin Chantel whose house we were at she told us to come at four I showed up at four forty five of course and did. I was the first person there <laughs> yep. I was the Sounds first person right. there and like she was still cooking the chicken and stuff and I yep. was like oh and then a couple more of my cousins came like. Maybe another forty minutes after, and then the next one came like just the cousins, hours. no uncles, no aunties, no cousins giving. That's that's actually sick. Yeah, we've decided mm-hmm. that we've cut out the rest. No, of the crazy I rate family. it. I rate <laughs> it. I rate it. I rate it. You guys should go there just to pick up the food and then go back to <laughs> the cousins giving. That's what I would have done. Like pulled up like a Uber. Yeah, no, no aunties, uncles, none of them, none of our parents, none of them are invited. Just the cousins. How many well, cousins? Well, we have a lot, like a lot. Um, but yesterday it was only like six of us because um, it was again? a last minute thing. Jam- like that side is Jamaican. Mm, yeah, yeah, I just figured. I was just wondering. Well, there, there's, 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 <laughs> there's ten kids. Yeah. Like, oh no, uh, uncles, aunts, and ten yep, kids. Yep. Right. And so they all have at least a couple. But mm-hmm. we have like a group of the ones that are just older. So we're around like you know, I think the youngest might be like twenty in the group actually there isn't one that's like early 20s but um it's the older ones okay. and so yeah it was a last minute thing she was just like hey do you guys want to come over and then yeah and how Whoever many cousins up, do you have on the white side um two three no <laughs> three max <laughs> i have like oh technically i don't know how my first uncle what my one uncle he i think he had three boys and then he ditched them and um white yeah (laughs) could it be (laughs) hey man he just he went for a pack of smokes is he white jamaican (laughs) white yardy white yardy um yeah he ditched his three sons went and got like a new woman and um pretty much took on her son and then had a daughter um wait did he ditch one come back ditch another them two then came back then ditched all three or did he get three and no he said, had three he was married to her and he had three with her and then just dipped and like then, just like, dip like milk store i'm gonna go pick up like, milk dipped he has mad grandchildren that he's never seen in his life like he just he just doesn't How is that's, that's, that's your uncle mundo <laughs> <laughs> he just Yo. doesn't fuck with them but it's crazy because he has this whole like like how like my cousin the girl cousin there's only two um well, four of us, if we count my sister, four girl cousins and the rest are like guys. And so my other girl cousin, she just was raised in such a normal house with her mom and her dad. And like, they're still together. That They've dog. been together forever. <laughs> yeah. But like what we don't even realize is that he really abandoned his other three kids. So, so yeah. he's a great father to the, these two. But the two, yeah, to but three. to the other There's ones. There's got to be not. more there. There's got to <laughs> be more there. There's something there. Well, when I was in Alberta, because I was staying with my other aunt. So, yeah, there's five on that side, and then there's three, mm. and then there's me and my sister. So, yeah, that's it. Did he dip out when um, you were younger? Who? My uncle? Yeah, did he dip out on them when you were younger? I wasn't born. Oh. Uh, yeah, because they're, like, all older. I was uh, the youngest until my sister came. Okay. Um, But when I was with my my aunt, um, who's married to, like, my actual uncle, we were talking about it, and we kind of realized that like he did exactly what like my mom and her two brothers dad did Mm. he had three kids with my grandma and he kind of just 
dipped. He was still kind of in their lives, but he wasn't as present. And he got remarried. And um, he got remarried to a woman who had a couple of kids. And my mom, she ended up moving with them. And she had to, like, live in the basement. And my grandfather, like, her stepmother or whatever would cook dinner. And it would be, like her kids and my grandfather all at the dinner table and they wouldn't let my mom come upstairs to eat dinner with them. So she had to like eat dinner in the basement by herself and stuff like that. And then when I was talking to my aunt who's been around the whole time, cause she's been married to my uncle since they were like 18, 18 or whatever. And she told me that after my mom left, um, her husband went and moved in there and he, he was treated the exact same way where he wasn't allowed to come upstairs. And Something eat. about that basement. So, yeah, <laughs> they like, it's a quarantine basement. So it never it never happened to the other uncle that abandoned his kids. But he also did something like his dad where he just, you know, said, I don't know you kids. And See, then that's and I, that. That's so crazy. And it all comes down to generational curses. I was thinking about <laughs> this just just today. I was thinking about this with like people and choices mm -hmm. and like before we do any of that we got we got francis got heat in the building hey, we got my dog in the building sorry brother no, no, we i like this conversation <laughs> we, get, like where it was going. we get we get real deep here on the show uh, <laughs> but real no personal, I, was, I was thinking about like these these um like things that people can use as excuses for mm -hmm. their own behavior later on especially when it's like toxic right mm -hmm. so if like I was thinking about it the other day. I'm like, okay, if my dad was like a goon out here, just like having mad, ba just the way he is now with like multiple baby moms. Yeah. But he was like a goon. He was like in and out of my life, whatever. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and he was with the street shit. Like, wouldn't I gravitate towards the street shit? You would as be worse well? off. I'd be worse yeah. off. That's why I feel like people that have their father around, like, to me, I, I I tell my nephew all the time, like I know dudes that have their pops around and they hate them. Yep. Yeah. I would rather you not have your pops around than have them figure around. it out. You know, I, you have you have father figures. You got a whole you have a whole community. You have a whole village. So don't even worry about dads because that's the last so, thing you may need. Right. Sometimes now. they don't do any better, even if they are in your life. Like I always say, in regards to my sister, her dad, the second that her my mom and her dad separated at like two. He just walked out and like they went to court and he was like, I don't want custody. And so he hasn't seen my sister since she was two. She's How 19 now. How do people now. make these decisions like this? Yeah, he just made that decision. And so for me, I'm just like, it could be really hard on her. She acts like it's fine or whatever. But I'm like, in all honesty, just having that consistency of him just not being around is a lot better than when I look at my situation where my dad was in, in and, and out, out in and out. Yep. Right. And yep. so he was there sometimes and then he was gone for like, yeah, how many years. Right. And for me, it was like so conflicting because it was like, why don't you choose me? And last night we ended up having this whole like therapy session with all my cousins and i found out because i was like i know i have abandonment issues yeah and i'm really trying to like figure all of this shit out and i found out my cousin told me that so there's 10 kids um one of them was like with my grandfather had a baby with somebody else and he's the oldest um so that would make nine and so i think there was like six of them at the time or whatever and um my grandfather and grandmother decided they want to come to Canada from Jamaica and they left all six kids in Jamaica, like at six kids that they had at the time or whatever. 
They split them up. Very normal. They split them up to stay with some strangers and shit like Mm -hmm. that. And they just came over here and started living their life or whatever. I think they took one with them. I don't even know. But whatever. So six of them are split up or whatever. And apparently these people that were raising them were like every type of abusive to them. Mm -hmm. Physical, emotional, mental, sexual, sometimes like. And it's like, I never knew this. Nobody knew this. And so like they grew up like thinking that they were abandoned like and when apparently my grandparents were sending money over to jamaica and it was never going to the kids and like apparently there was a situation with my aunt she ended up getting run over by a car Mm. and they somehow blamed my dad when he got they got home and they like beat the fuck out of my dad and like just all of this shit and i was like i had why didn't anybody tell me no this? clue and <laughs> then wow. eventually they all ended up coming to canada and then it's like apparently like my youngest aunt she was the only one who was born here and she was raised with both her parents and stuff like that and she just doesn't understand why she's the most attached to like because our like my grandparents are so sick now like for different reasons and she takes care of them she just doesn't understand like bro there's fucking 10 of us and but everybody nobody want to come and take care of these kids everybody's so used to and that it's because that they're it, so treatment yep like not attached to them yeah. in the way that she is and i'm like that's crazy i'm like well that makes sense because i really believe in generational curses so i was like maybe that's why my dad never knew how to be completely around either and it's an accountability so thing to the two though like because if my parents had me at 14 15 and then i get a girl pregnant at 16 mm-hmm. years old what are you gonna say to me yeah you can't say shit to me yeah because at the end of the day i can <laughs> fall back on you did this too you did, i used yeah. to do that to my mom and you guys are blessed like <laughs> look at me like what do you mean so it's like it just what? really sucks because like they had good intentions mm. right they had good they left to try to you know, provide well, that's, a better yeah, life. that's really normal. You, I mean, like, Philippines... You, like, when it's Fili- like you think it's good intentions. Yeah. Right? But it's really not a good intention. Well, well you, you never, never know. Don't get the results you never know you who hope. you're leaving your kids with. That's the other thing, too. It's like a lot of times... Mm. I, I'm sure these people put on a good show for them to think, yeah, my kids will be safe be with okay. them. So for the fact that... Because if they didn't, weren't trustworthy, your grandparents would have never sent them back money every mm-hmm. once in a while, mm-hmm. knowing that they probably wouldn't get the money. Yeah. And it's a very normal thing for, well, especially in third world. They don't Jamaica think is any- technically a third world country, but mm-hmm. is for third world country people to move somewhere prominent, gain a lifestyle, and be able to send for one, send for another. Like I remember with three of my brothers, two of them came up at one time. My stepbrothers from Jamaica, mm-hmm. my stepdad sent for them, and then my older brother came like a year later. Mm-hmm. And this is after. I've known my stepdad for like 15, 16 years. And it was just us, my little brother, my little sister in the house. So when they came, it was like, oh, oh wow. more kids, less chores. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, but they're like a year older than me, another year older. So now I have, I went from going to school every day on my dolo to going to school with three brothers. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, the change is crazy, especially when you're not used to like that. Like you said, abandonment issues yeah like my dad was in and out of my life like i think out of the total amount of times like i say probably hung out with him three or four times throughout my life mm-hmm. um one was one month in jamaica the other one was like two days the other one was like a weekend or something like that mm-hmm. so it was just random in and out and just like norm said it's like it's almost better to just like or you were saying I, it yeah. to just not have them mm-hmm. there at all because 
when you are with them it's like how do i act yeah. yeah. Like, do I act like you're my dad, even though I know you don't <laughs> rape like, me like that? Like, <laughs> like how do how do you act around that person? Like, am I supposed to be lovey dovey like my mom just because you yeah. push me out? And like, it's a confusing thing. Mm-hmm. And people will make you feel guilty for not warming up to that person when you have the opportunity because it's like, oh, you know, you're gonna regret it because of yeah. this and that. And it's just like. If I didn't know this, I wouldn't regret shit. Yeah. It would be so much better if I didn't know it. And then it also comes down to, like, if they're not always around and they're in and out, you start getting bitter. It's like, bro, like, make up your mind. Like, With me, I don't care. Why am I not good enough? That's how I felt. Like, I mean, I, I guess that's how I felt. Like, what did I do to you to not want you to be in my life? I always felt lit. Like, I always felt lit. I was like, he just doesn't know. <laughs> I was like, this nigga don't know. It's like, LeBron, like, think of it right now. Think of this right now. My boy said this. LeBron won a championship, right? You seen that video of him laying on the ground, cigar in his mouth, FaceTiming his mom. His mom. Mm-hmm. And he's like, LeBron's mom FaceTiming him in her big ass mansion, heated floors, while her dad working at a grocery store, bagging some shit somewhere. Like, realistically your son is lebron james and because you made the decision to just yeah caught out and not take care of your responsibilities you not only missed out on an opportunity to be a father to this guy but like yo billions here's the flip side if he did stay would lebron be there right that's another thing like there it if is they were really there could, could, have, effect. could have switched the course of his facts mm-hmm. right? who says he'd had that determination to be something bigger than it what could. he could be maybe you know he could have I mean? had a deadbeat just teaching him deadbeat ways and facts. then boom he didn't make the nba because he's stuck in his father's bullshit yeah <sighs> It sucks crazy though. how that works. But I also yeah. really believe that's like what's destined for you will happen. Yeah. No matter what. You know what used to piss me off though? Because like the number one export in the Philippines are the nannies. And the nannies what? get shipped out to weigh, uh, to to raise all these kids. And then and this is so they could have money to send back to their kids back home. Yeah. But what ends up happening is these kids with rich parents don't get raised by their parents. They get raised by these, these nannies. They become mm-hmm. great kids. And then these kids back home get resentful. Because now their mothers yeah. are out there raising, raising another child. Other kids. When, they're, when they're here, just receiving money that normally a family member's squandering and yep. not really giving to them. So yep. I try to say, money ain't always everything. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Nah, money is money is not gonna spoon you. Are your parents? Are you got both parents in your life? How are your uh, children? Yeah. How are your How is your childhood, Francis? Let us know. <laughs> we we want to know the extra gravy exclusive. Let us know your, your trauma. <laughs> <laughs> your childhood. <laughs> no, I was blessed enough to have both of my parents around. So, like, I grew up like with a lot of my friends not having their parents. So I'm definitely grateful. Every oh, day. you grew up in Regent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Young Regent. <laughs> See, I could just guess that. <laughs> just gotta ch- I was going to tick off every impoverished neighborhood. <laughs> I was like, and you got it off Regent the first <laughs> <laughs> Now, honestly, a lot of people, like, they look at me, they're automatically assuming from, like, Brampton or Scarborough. Bro. Yeah. Marco yeah. Man. You from Asian Court? <laughs> Asian <bro>? Court. <laughs> Drive a Beamer with the, the LED lights on your I will say, I went to Markham for, like, the first time in my adult life. And I was like. <gasps> There's so many fucking Asians. Okay. Like, I never realized that. Dude, you see, like, all the jokes that people say and shit or no, whatever. But, it's real. but then, like, I'm really driving here and I'm like, 
yo, like, listen, why I'm does this so drive you so bad? I'm just very like amused, and I'm, I'm just so like addicted. all the stores are just like and not just like one little area. It's like yep, it's every, every single store. store. Yep. <laughs> and I'm just bottom. like, it's like why can't blacks have a community like this? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You go to Brampton, you know you're gonna see enough Indian people. Yeah. You go to Markham, you know you're gonna see a large Asian community. Ajax Pickering, you see a lot of black people. I mean, technically yeah, Toronto. I mean, yeah. Toronto, I mean, Toronto got Eglinton. Do you see a lot of black people? <laughs> shutting that shit down. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> black people moving there because it's the closest <laughs> suburb to Scarborough. <laughs> <laughs> like, we don't want to leave the block, but we're going to leave the block. <laughs> Intern, you got both parents? Uh, they're divorced. They're divorced. <laughs> he said yes. But they're both, but they're, <laughs> but they're, are you cool with your pops, though? Yes. Yeah? Okay, cool. Cool, cool. Yeah, I guess. Cool with your mom? Neutral. How are you with your mother? Great. Which one do you live with? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm in the same boat as him. But you still have your pops in your life here. Yeah, I haven't talked to him in a hot minute, but okay. <laughs> I think if I seen him, it would be cool. Just try it out. He's going to try to dab. He's like, hey, brother Corona. It's also like, when did, when did your dad like leave? Like he or left. when did you guys divorce? When did they get divorced? Well, like, this is the thing. Like, they've always been kind of separated, but, mm. like, they never went through the paperwork till like, I got older. Uh, until okay. I was, like, 18, but, like, they were always, like, always, like, around, away, though. Like, but he was working. around a lot? Yeah, yeah. He'd come, like, buy groceries and all that shit, you know? Mm. Oh, he's sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, like, <laughs> my dad bought me My dad would buy <laughs> milk or medicine when I was sick and ask my mom for the money back. Oh damn. Milk? God, that's yeah. some dad ruining your acne, giving you acne and shit. <laughs> no, nah, my mom never did breastfeed. So. Flintstone <laughs> vitamins. <laughs> so, so which parent got you into music? Yo, they both did some. Um, my dad named me after a composer. <laughs> and which then, one? Which one? Uh, Bach, J S Bach. Oh. So that's my real name. Bach is my like real, real, real name. You so where the hell you should have made your producer name Bacas. You so your name is not Francis? No, legally it's Bach. Like after after that's composer. so where did sick. You I've never heard that ever. Yeah, where, that's where, that's what? Yo, where I got Francis was like because um, my mom's like heavily Catholic, so mm. like all of us are named after like one of the saints or Pope's, some shit. Yeah, yeah. So I was named after Saint Francis, Saint Francis uh, yeah. Xavier. Yup, I know that school very well. All the hoes went to Xavier. Was it Xaga? Oh no, I'm thinking about Augustine. Yeah, Augustine. That's where the hoes went. So you got Saint Francis. No, they all went to all the schools. Any Catholic school, let's be real. Every Catholic school had some hoes in there, man. Saint Joe's. Saint Joe's. Saint Joe's, baby. Man, I dated twins from Saint Joe's. Of course you did. Show you right. The light skin girls. No, no, no. Oh, she was about to call him. No, he's in a completely different class. Yeah, that's why I was like, and I think those girls might have been like a year or two younger than me too. But there used to be these two light skinned twins, Alicia and something else. Mm. Oh wait, I think I know who you're talking about. Maybe, but I don't know them. I don't know where they went. I don't know like that. Popular. Yo, a lot of twins disappeared in the city. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of twins. A lot of twins disappeared in the city. There was these two twins. I don't know if they were in Saga or Brampton. Browning. Like, they're darker than you. Tall. And they're very pretty. But then they just disappeared. And these girls were like, remember when Fashion Freakers was a thing with um, 
Juice when he used to do Fashion Freakers yeah, yeah, photo yeah. shoots mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and hey, you have Model of the Month yeah. and shit. <laughs> I don't know where all those girls went. <laughs> oh my God, you just brought me back, man. I would love to find the Fashion Freakers girls. <laughs> and okay. see where are you now Juice probably knows oh, where is your body now <laughs> that's what i'd love to see but Anyways, francis back back to bach <laughs> back to bach um, <laughs> i, I really like that bach name. you should have i saw kept francis it. <laughs> for the first time god what year was that battle of the beat makers oh, oh, oh 2012 yeah. was it 2011 yeah, 2012? 2012 2012 oh, yeah. Yeah. why are you saying holy because you saw the video holy. you see what you're wearing Yo. <laughs> Yo, fam, I, I was 15 them times, yep. you know? Yo, it's never, like, good looking at yourself when you're 15. Never. Like, Trust yep. me. Don't. I, I don't want to show you. I'm never putting up some of my throwback Thursdays. Like, ever. Yeah. Some of them you'll never see. I'm going to find some. <laughs> I'm sure I'm tagged in some of them. No. <laughs> you are. You are. They're so bad. They're so bad. But, yo, I saw Francis. I remember this kid came on stage. And um, Trix was hosting. Yeah, yeah, Trix yeah. was hosting. Yes. Shout out to Trix. I've always wanted Jeez. to host that show, man. Always wanted to host that show. It's so it's still, it's still around, though, right? Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't think they're doing it this year because of the COVID yeah, shit. Yeah, but, but they did it's still it like around. Last year, it would be so easy to do. Yeah, they could just do a versus style. Zoom style. Yo, they do that. They do like the online battle shit, but it's not the same. Yeah, yeah that energy same. when you're there yeah. is different. And it was Francis on stage, came up, played his first beat. The opponent played. Yeah, yeah, I went against Wonder Girl first. I know, round. Wait, I know. That was the first round. Wonder that was the one. Girl. I was about that was to ask who was first. It was Wonder Girl, fifteen yeah. years old. Both of them, fifteen years old, and it wasn't even like it was set up that way. It was like a raffle, like they picked yo, it out of what? a hat. I swear to God, it was set up. They picked it out of <laughs> a hat. Yo, I seen that, but it was still set up because <laughs> me and Wonder Girl <laughs> was chilling the day before they were doing the raffle. We're chilling, and then Just Blaze is picking names, and mm. then um. Uh, Ebony, like Wonder Girl gets her name picked and then she turns to me like yo I hope it's not you next and then Just Blaze like oh Francis got heat I'm like this shit is they rigged. set it up <laughs> <This shit laughs> is let's get the youngins out because the they didn't want you guys to, to take down one of these older heads just off rip they're like nah these 15 year olds gotta year? go on uh, Wonder Girl Wonder Girl, Wonder Girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. that's what started her um, like her folklore I guess in the city like when you talk like First time people started talking about her in the city was like, "Yo, you hear about that girl that won Battle of Beatmakers? Yeah, she was the first girl to win, right? First uh, girl, no, a uh, female won a year or two before that. Okay, okay, nice, nice. Yeah, she's the youngest. But she's the youngest. I remember yeah. you two going head to head because I used to watch that battle. It's like it's like a Loaded Lux or one of those battles. You just yeah. poke in and watch it every couple of years, like just to see yeah, it for yeah, the yeah. feels and. You guys went head to head, and the first two rounds they couldn't call it, mm-hmm. even though it's supposed to be one round. Play your song, one That's done. First two rounds are like, yo, time, we need another one. We need another one. They made you play three. They made him play yeah, three yeah. beats. Three beats, Damn. first round. To be Shit, fair though, I, I think if I was like grown, they wouldn't have done that for me, straight up. I don't think so either. They yeah. seem like all oh, these young kids are going at it. We can't just eliminate them right off the rip oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Right, right, let's right, give right. another try type shit. but it, even still like both of you guys were <laughs> playing guys some though. heavy beats though yeah. like it wasn't like it was some charity thing the whole way through like some watered down yeah, yeah like yeah. no they were played and some people came there with some watered down beats like oh <laughs> that's how it always is though Yo, some mans come there and i'm like did you hear what people were playing before this like <laughs> why'd you even still come up on the stage and yeah, just to see that and to see where both of you guys have grown to now, like, how do you feel looking back at it? Like, is it like culture shock? Like, yo, I really did that. 
like the thing about that year is i wasn't even gonna do it but um i was in remix with wonder girl and mm. she's like yo you have to do it like what are you doing stop being a waste you like <laughs> sign up of all people too right her yeah. shy ass that's what i'm yeah, saying exactly. one pushing you this yeah. is the most words i've ever heard <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy yeah it's funny like she she pushed me to do it so i was like all right i'll enter got in got knocked out by her first round <laughs> but like Aww. that shit like like that definitely put me on because like that first time anybody in the city ever saw me yeah and like if you go on youtube fam they say i won still but yeah. <laughs> talk about it talk your shit gang wonder talk girl no, wonder girl he won he got that but, but no that was a great battle for sure like that shit definitely put me on a lot of local rappers hit me up after that yeah exactly that's what i want to ask like before that did you have any placements zero zero Nothing. right and did that give you because you can see your face on stage you know when a little kid is doing something that they know is better than their age yeah but they just yeah. want to hear everybody else kind of confirm it and when people do you see that you know what they're trying to keep serious but that smile like creep out like like yeah that's right i'm 15 I, I, I'm, I'm better than you i'm only 15 so that confidence like did you just start going full throttle after that yeah i mean it kind of definitely gave me more confidence because even before that and even a little after that i'm like okay my beats are good but even after the battle not a lot, a lot of people were like buying beats or whatever yeah but i guess yeah. they still weren't ready i was making like beat battle type beats mm. which like is different from like uh songs like, like a song yeah, yeah yeah exactly yeah. so like it took me a long time like i never really learned how to put together songs and all of that until i got into the studio with artists and stuff mm. so so who's the first artist you got to work with um actually right after that battle i met um i started linking up with john river oh yes. nice yeah Shout out to john river friend of the show that's and the then, homie yeah that's the first artist i really really worked with and uh yeah that's that really up. started it off it's that's wicked. what's up it's man wicked. that's Ooh. amazing who was like some of your i guess mentors or inspirations to really want to get into making beats uh inspiration wise like i tell everyone all the time i would not be making beats if i didn't watch that ryan leslie addiction video ah! Ah! <laughs> that's a big video. big video i always anytime someone mentions it or i hear the song i just picture him in the studio <laughs> with that fucking blazer going from room to room like that was epic yo greatest yeah. video ever epic dead ass that got me into making beats because like one of my friends sent me that and then i'm watching this guy make this sick beat i'm like yo i play a piano <laughs> i play fucking drums i do all this shit yo how come i'm not doing that <laughs> that's yeah, what's yeah. up did your parents get you into like, like music training before? yeah yeah when i was like oh, three okay. and a half they're like yo go play piano nice. play, play violin all of that, that shit. oh they, they, they can't do that after naming you bach yeah like they yo, have this to. is the thing yo, they, <laughs> they, named, no they named me bach but then i told them i want to do music and they're like yo what's wrong with you <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And mind you, they made you do like all this classical exactly. training and shit. Exactly. And then they're like, nah, 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 nah. nah, nah. <laughs> you know what they told me? Like, yo, we did that so you could relieve stress when you're older. I'm like, what? Wow. Like, okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. I can see that. It makes I can see it, Hi. but like, yo, I spent so much time doing music. How can I not? How do can music? you not fall in yeah. love with it now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, how sure. many instruments do you know how to play? This is the thing. I'm not great. At yeah. anything but i like just picking up random shit to play but like i took lessons for piano violin saxophone 
and percussion. So like drum set, yeah, timpani, nice. like all of that shit. My I man used to play the flute. He's not great. Oh wow, you're a flute gal, eh? Yeah, I really wanted to play the, the drums, camp? but like. <laughs> I played drums. I was so sad. <laughs> I wanted sacks. to play the drums so bad. My sister's dad was yeah. a drummer, and so he tried to like teach me the way he learned, which was on a pot. <laughs> oh, <nice. laughs> That's how he learned back in the island on a Real pot. Chicago like, style. <laughs> <laughs> and so he tried to, and then I remember I went into band for school, and I was like, I really want to learn how to play the drums. And they're like, Do you have piano experience? I was like, No. And they're like, So you can't. So they chose this like girl who played piano for her whole life to play the drums. And then like another guy who already had drum sense. experience. And they were like, So yeah, you can pick another instrument. So I was like, Gonna go with saxophone. But then my mom's like, It's too expensive. And my cousin had played the flute. And she owned her, so they made me play the flute. And I killed it. I got <laughs> I all pluses across reason, the board. The and they flute. told me to do it in high school. Okay, I could have been the next Lizzo. Ali show? Lizzo? We might have found the episode title. Lizzo. <laughs> Man, this guy's being modest. I went, That's when amazing, I did that, though. How many? Remember when I did that covers? Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, this guy. Call his remix. Uh, no, the colors <laughs> remix pretty much. Uh, he learned Ribbon in the Sky in less than five minutes and then played it for me while I sang. That was Yo, to be fair, I didn't get the transition, you though. The, you didn't get the key change. Yeah, I get the but key it's change, okay. Though. You didn't the need the key change because I couldn't do the key change, okay? <laughs> My voice wasn't ready for the two key change. I always commend you guys who are able to, like, really do this. Like, do you just make your beat sometimes out of nowhere? Like, you're just sitting there and just be like, hey think this is gonna sound good and just start Yo, all creating. the time all the time but you never know if it's gonna sound good you just kind of just go with it that's amazing Yo, and i think that's of crazy. trying to make a beat in my mind i hear myself literally going i'm like how do niggas do this Timberland made a living off of that no <laughs> i remember i watched kanye west make a beat on youtube oh, i can't remember what it was it was like a sample he was chopping up but he was um chopping it up with like some old it's oh, I think I know which machine. video you're talking about. Let me yeah, 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 yeah. That one is hard. It's hard. Stupid. And I was like, oh, I'm making beats, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. I was like, yo, I I'm making I know beats. How to do that. I'm here. I'm like, I've heard so many of these Fruity Loop stories. Nah, nah, nah. Downloaded Fruity Loop. Was on there for like an hour. I'm like, this is too fucking complicated. <laughs> so much plugins and buttons and things to download. I'm like, I'm done. I retire. <laughs> well, that's the thing with like these Fruity Loops and all these. Like, you could make dope skeletons would be nice but then it's once you get the details down pack when you're allowed to go in, when you can go in and work the program mm -hmm. and find ways and, and download toolkits and this this yeah, that yeah, and the yeah. third that's when like you become a technician that's it's when you not, make stems it's not you know all that <laughs> shit like i remember the same deal like i was like let me try this shit i was like making a dope people like ah that sounds sick and then you bring it to a studio and it sounds so empty and you're like it sounded yeah. good in my headphones like yeah, yeah, yeah. or you play for one other person and they go uh-huh oh this shit cool okay nice yeah. nice <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh they didn't they didn't give me the stink face that's not that's not good like if you hear a beat and you're not going mm, okay yeah Ugh. you need to be frowning <laughs> yeah what's been one of your biggest reactions or like one of the best reactions you've ever gotten from somebody when you play them a beat for the first time i guess you know, some of the best reactions i get are like not actually like big reactions it's more so like yo don't even play the rest of the beat let me get in the booth 
That's probably the best reaction. Ten seconds in, and they're like, "Ooh, I got it." Ooh, we go, we go, we go, we go, we go. Exactly. Record real quick. I know those ones. You got to get those ideas that are fresh. Yeah, like I don't even want to hear the rest of this beat. I'm just gonna go in. Whatever comes out of my head, that's where we're going with. That's one thing. Like I gotta envy about like artists because like we make a big deal out of a lot of artists these days say oh i don't write you know i just like kind of mm. like go in there i'll say a bunch of stuff chop chop punch in punch in and we're good and you can do that these days yeah. you know what i mean like it's not one of those ones where you have to really sit down put pen to paper yeah. and like plan the whole yeah. thing out then go in the booth yeah. a lot of these people these days are just going all right okay okay all right let's get in there yeah a lot of these guys should be right they should be right thank you that's what i want to ask that's what i want to ask which ones do you find are the, the, the better bodies of work at the end of the day is it solely on who's doing it or is it how they're doing it that's a really tough one because um i could get a really dope like freestyle that has all the energy and emotion in mm -hmm. it but he ain't saying the right shit or he's mumbling half the time. Ah. And then like when he goes to re-record it, the energy is not there, but the words be there. So it's kind of sometimes yeah. I'll lean more towards the energy and the feeling more than the actual writing and stuff. Yeah. Just because like at the end of the day, if it sounds good, it feels good. Like People will fuck with it, bro. Yeah. Well, like Junior T and his, like he just released that, that, um, yeah. that documentary. And he was Monk. saying like that first, yeah, Studio Monk, what's up? But he was saying that first moment, that first captured moment is always like the best, he finds. Yeah, more times it's the best the one. same way? Yeah, more times the first couple of takes is always the best. Because mm. the more times you got to redo the lines or whatever, yep. you got to think about it more. Yeah. You're going to get in your head. Yeah. 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 And yeah, not everybody has the ability to replicate the first like yeah. idea that they got, the first way they thought about it. Yeah. Even as a producer, like, are you like... Are you the one punching in and being like, yo, um, I need that one higher or you didn't say that word properly? Mm -hmm. Like, are you doing that? Are you? Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. If I'm there, I'm in the room. I, I, if I hear something that needs to be changed immediately, I'll tell them. Yeah. But more times, the way I am is like, I'll let, I'll let you finish your idea and tell you what's wrong because I don't want to judge an idea that's not Before, fully executed. Not fully yeah. Yeah. You know? And that's the other thing. It's like, how much pushback do you get from that when you are like, when you do interject like, yo, actually that, that wasn't what you what we're aiming for we need this mm -hmm. do you get a lot of pushback because i know like with egos especially yeah. artists are like yo i'm the one making this fucking shit mm -hmm. like <laughs> yeah for the most part like uh, artists are pretty cool with feedback mm -hmm. depending on how you give it but if i'm telling the guy you're off key or something he'll for the most part he'll be like okay shit what i need to do yeah. some people don't like taking advice but i haven't really had that experience too much okay nice but or, or sometimes like i'll give um advice but like sometimes the artists can't change it on the fly yeah. oh, okay. so like sometimes they get discouraged or they want to mm. leave the booth oh wow mm. uh, and take a I little break or whatever oh yeah. wow sometimes they need to but to what's the longest session you've ever had for one song because they couldn't get it right sometimes it's just long because it's you want to get it right but they couldn't get it right you don't need to tell us who or you could early okay this is the thing this is the thing we need the clickbait early on like i i didn't i before i knew how to like run sessions i'm still figuring it out by the way but mm. um i would just focus like one session on one song i wouldn't know when to call it quits on that song oh. like to move on so i've spent day, like a whole ass day working on a song that didn't even end up being an idea oh my <laughs> god 
God. That's how I always. It's like such a waste of time. Yeah, yeah. man. Like for any artist, whether it be a painter, producer, musician, like all those people, I always ask, how do you know when it's done? Mm-hmm. When do you say that's Facts. enough? I'm going to pull back and say, you know what? It's complete. Sometimes, sometimes it's, it's never complete and sometimes it's overdone. Sometimes, you know, you just say, I'm done. And. And then later on, some people add to it. Because there's so many things you can add and take out. Like, you can add an ad lib here, take out an ad lib there, put a background harmony here. Like, how do you know when it's like, all right, this is just enough? You don't. You just literally try shit, and then it's it's all about feeling. If it feels right, right, bro, it feels right. But for the most part, you could tell when you're overproducing shit because you can't hear hear a damn thing. (laughs) (laughs) Like, have you guys seen Song Explorer on on Netflix? Yo, people keep telling me about it. Bro, Song Explorer. Explorer. I haven't watched it yet. And it's so sick. They they had one with Ty Dolla Sign and they basically broke down his uh, LA track and how like he had James Fauntleroy on that. He had Kendrick. He had Brandy. He had the D&D bros. He got all these people on it. Then you hear the first track, like the first completed track, and then you hear the last like copy of it, and there's just so much done. He added so much, pulled out so much. He had he spent $75,000 on money he didn't have on a whole orchestra, only to use it for like two bars. Jeez. And I'm just like, wow, this a is lot. a crazy process. And I know it, it meant so much to him because it had LA in it. But like just and know a nigga it. like me listens to it on Twitter for fifteen minutes is like, it's song shit. <laughs> <laughs> and like they don't know the mastery that goes into it. And then sometimes, you know, people will see something that's so elaborate and be like, yo, this is crazy. And then you see them break it down, like, no, we did this in one take. This was done so quickly. Yo, that story, it's just it happens, I find, with every creative. No matter what you create. There is a couple of things that will just take off without you planning for mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. As much as you thought, be like, oh, I'll just throw this one out. Like, you know, this <laughs> one's good, like, I guess. And then it just explodes. And then the ones you're like, okay, I need to plan this out step by step, <laughs> bit by bit. <laughs> like, yeah. And it's just, it's the one that does absolutely nothing. Yeah. Like, how many, <laughs> when, when a beat doesn't make, or a song rather, doesn't make the album or the project, do you get to keep that beat? Or does that artist keep that beat now? Yo, I own every beat until you pay me. Ah, Let them know. Let them know. No, but even if they, I'm saying if they pay you, they paid you. Oh, they they want to put it on the album, but they probably, they end up not putting it on the album. Mm -hmm. Can you like send back portion of the money or reuse that beat with someone else? Um, yeah, if you sign the paperwork, then like, it's done yeah it's done, it's done. You, oh, i've never i've never heard of a situation hurt. where someone had to buy it back but that would hurt if you put out one that's like you're like yo this is my best beat i've ever made like period mm. and they're just like yeah this it just didn't fit with the album and then they don't use it anymore yeah. i would be living yo, I, yo the one time <laughs> i don't care how much i'm paying i'd be fucking pissed bro. <laughs> yo one time i was supposed to be on um weird, weird situation so um you know what? I, I think I could drop a name. Actually, no, I don't know if I can. Let's go! Let's We don't want you to get in trouble over those NDAs now. You won't get in trouble, nigga. We got your back. I don't got no NDAs because this shit came out. This shit came out. Talk your shit. I'm going to say this. So this artist got a beat, got a feature with this big female rapper in the industry. Y'all can take your guesses who it is. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's bad baby <laughs> <laughs> yo so um yeah they did the song 
And then she wanted to put it on her album. Mm-hmm. So, all right. They put it on hold, for, put it on her album. <laughs> then the <laughs> other artist like, nah, I'm putting it back on my album. Ooh. Her album came out. My songs are on there. Cool. Okay, now this guy drops his album. Day before the album comes out. Um, I'm sending back the contract. I have one more question. They're like, actually, yeah, we're not using the song no more. Day before the album. Damn. Damn. I'm like, yo, I, we missed out on an album and you're because skipping of me this. Yeah, yeah. on this album too. Wow. When like, she wow. when she was very ready to use it. Yeah. And they told her no. Yeah. That's arms. Damn it, Takashi. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully the oh, blogs pick that one up. <laughs> the song ended up leaking. So oh. Hard to find. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, oh, it ended up leaking, huh? It ended up leaking. Ooh, ended no, up. Right. How did that happen? Who leaked it? We'll, we'll, we'll post the leak. Yeah. We'll post the leak version. <laughs> You're going to have to listen deep. But so... But yeah, I always wonder, like, let's say you have a dope-ass beat, and then the person that's writing on it, like, records the shitty-ass, like, song on mm. your amazing-ass beat. Yeah. Do you ever be like, yo, let me have this beat back, because you, you didn't do it any justice. I've actually uh, <laughs> never done that before. Never reneged. <laughs> reneged the beat. Oh. I mean, there's definitely times where I've heard a song, I'm like, damn, I wish it could have been better. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because sometimes with these like, big that's artists. That's it? <laughs> that's what you gave me? <laughs> Yo, honestly, gave you yeah, I'm, I'm a big Bryson Tiller fan. And mm. like he used one of my beats for his album. But like, it man was, was rapping on it. And every bar, he said the N-word after every line. I'm like, bro, I can't, I can't even, even rap this. my own yeah. song. Yeah. 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 Damn. Damn. Oh, that man. sucks. You could just say uh, a, a, a you could just say a common Vietnamese last name and you good. <laughs> Nguyen. <laughs> <laughs> You're dumb. But how is that? How is that? Let's get into that because we talk to Norm about this every once in a while. It's like, how is it being an Asian producer in a black space? Like, how, do you find you have to maneuver anything, or you treated any differently? Yo, at first, man, it was kind of weird. It was different. It was different because like, I'd go into studios and shit. Like, um. People wouldn't think I was like involved. They'd, <laughs> yeah, like, facts. they'd be like, "Yo, yo, yo! Uh, my, I have an order ready yeah, to go." Like, yo, this, yo, they think I'm the runner or the uh, engineer yep, or some yep. shit. Until like whoever would be like, "Yo, Francis, what's good?" Like, "Yo, thanks for coming." Whatever. They'd be like, "Oh shit, he's not." Uh, Those ones employee. you gotta kind of not say anything and just let somebody else come in and say, "Yo, yeah. blah blah, can we get these up?" And you just look at them like, "Yeah." <laughs> I got you. <laughs> like, look, at the man look at the man who sent you the orders. Like, yo, who you talking to, fam? You know who I am. <laughs> you know my body, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> that happened to me at a couple of, like, TDE sessions, but I wasn't about to go up to them like, yo, who you talking to? Oh, yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. not. <laughs> definitely not. Kendrick, nigga, I won't. <laughs> Just start flexing on, on reason. That's jokes. <laughs> but if for the most part, man, now it's, it's like, chill because, like, more Asians are getting into uh, the industry, which yeah. is good. Yeah. You got a lot of you have a lot of Asian producers like that a lot of people don't really acknowledge other than Chad. I feel like shout out to Chad. Chad is the only Asian (laughs) man that get really gets his like just due. And you have like uh, what's his name in from Jamaica, Black Chinese Super Dupes Super Dupes, who's been killing it for a minute. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm, And like mm. you have so many other producers, and I feel like. It's one of those things these days where producers are so like, there's a lot of producers that are trying to become a personality, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Yeah. And you still have producers who are like, yo, I like my 
anonymity like i like being able to go out on the street and do my thing like are you in that space where you're like i don't want any of the the other shit yeah initially when i first started i'm like yeah i just want to make beats be in the background and stuff but then now more so now nowadays i'm like yeah i'm trying to show off people are more than just a producer to show off more personality Facts. and shit like that you know i've seen that with the twitch stuff like you're doing yeah, a, lot yeah, of, yeah. a lot of twitch um content i've seen you making beats online with um other artists like mm-hmm. anders and stuff like that like speaking of which you launched something today uh right tomorrow oh it's tomorrow, tomorrow. It's be tomorrow. Okay. talk yeah, about yeah, it what yeah. is it what is Let it what is know. it so um i'm launching uh my my website and my first official hey. sample pack for producers to, to cop in the francis guy he sample pack is out it's today because we are this comes out tomorrow so yeah yeah no, it's gonna be thursday oh it's thursday, thursday. nice i feel you i feel you <laughs> norm. <That's> amazing norm <laughs> <laughs> don't kill me oh man so yeah like being in the black space i feel like especially as um an asian producer there's so many opportunities that like i don't know i feel like you would probably miss out on more than black producers like certain award shows maybe recognizing you like have you ever run into those situations where like people are just not giving you recognition because you're asian in the space um recognition uh no not really it's more so like initially when you walk in the room they just overlook you just because you're asian yeah like that type of shit used to happen a lot like even um i produced for the squad for Isaiah rashad mm. yeah. even when i first Big officially cheap. met him in la like we were eating brunch or whatever because that's what we do in la you eat brunch. <laughs> yeah that's the la thing <laughs> right there um we we're just eating and then um he knew he met me he knew my name was francis and then i asked him what are you doing later he's like yo i'm about to go to the office uh, link up with this producer named Francis. Listen to some beats. I'm like, bro, that's fucking that's me. Holy shit. Hilarious. What was his reaction? He was like, oh shit, you make beats? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <gosh. laughs> I, I thought, thought you were my eating partner. <laughs> <laughs> that's <What>? fucking hilarious. <laughs> no, I'm not I'm just here having brunch with you for yeah, no reason. Man, I just <laughs> eat brunch in LA for fun, dog. Like, like, <laughs> it's a good thing he didn't diss you when you asked. Like, what are you doing later? Yeah. He's like, yo, let me this way suit. <laughs> that would be so <laughs> embarrassing for him. Yo, fab. Hey, I'm not showing up. From knowing Francis, man, Francis, you ain't, I know 100% you ain't no lackey. You walk into the room, you may not be the loudest, loudest guy, but you still command a certain type of respect. You Definitely. hold your chin up high. You know, you walk in, you don't go, you don't come in there timid. Once it, once they speak to you, you oh, you just from region, dog. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. region, man. Every What's Vietnamese timid? dude I knew from region was a gangster. About okay? that life, about that <laughs> life. <laughs> okay, and like yo, you're out here, so I I can imagine like going into those sessions feeling the need to like, you know. But it's kind of like ground. a spud web. He's a, yeah. he's got, he's got a kind of advantage because like. You you got that that spud web capability where people are not expecting that much upon yeah. first meeting you, and then when you play a beat, they're like, "This yeah, guy, definitely. oh okay." <laughs> like I always try to undersell my shit. I'm like, "Yo, this this shit's cool. This one's alright." <laughs> <laughs> Low key, it's like my best beat ever. I'm just sell over deliver. Nigga, I used to do the same shit. I used to go to. This is what I used to do. Now take this in if you're younger. No, if you're older and you can and you got a baby face, you can pull this one off, right? I used to go to different ball courts that weren't <laughs> my ball court scene. 
And that, like, I'm talking, I was like probably 18 years old, mm -hmm. 17, 18 years old. And when you go to other ball courts, the one sign that you're actually good at ball is someone turning to you and go, oh, yo, shit. hold you? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. If yeah, a yeah. man turns to you and goes, yo, hold you? It's a rap. <laughs> so <laughs> what I used to do at different ball courts is tell man, I'm 14. <laughs> I'm 18 years old. So hooping. Like, hooping. People are mad. And people are like, you're 14? Yo. I do one move, man. like, yo, no, go to the league. <laughs> <laughs> yo. <laughs> I mean, I pulled this off a at least at least like 10 different ball courts in the city yo that's how you know i'm shit i never got that question <laughs> no. never got one. Yo, how old are you <laughs> not even at the 15 at when, when you entered battle of the beat makers at 15 oh well, definitely definitely then you're a hooper though i mean clearly not i'm not a hooper i never got asked that question bro. Like, i've never heard that in my life so i, I hoop on the occasion but clearly i'm not a hooper i hoop on 2k no, but, but musically you ball it because mm. I'm looking at the I'm looking at the discography. You got Trey Mish, Roy Woods, Ab Soul, fucking you got shout out to Trey Mish. What you do with Trey? You know, um, on, on a wave. Oh, nice. I did that and um, that song with that Andrew was on the last one, no? His last project. last project, yeah. right? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. He did forty four twenty two with Drizzy, Big Sean, Anders, Lil Sims, Cousin Stiz, Uzi Vert. Look at this, Never Julian Thomas, Rich the Kid. You get Come to be down, in the studio Kimmy? with most of, most of these guys, or is it like a sending wave file these um, days? Some of them I've been in the studio with, and um, some of them I wasn't in the studio with them, but like Wonder Girl was, mm. or whatever. But like me and Wonder would have cooked it up in person too. Yeah. What? I just want to show you that bottom one and that you bring that up because that's Skip a, Marley. You got a You're Marley racist. beat, bro. <laughs> that's <laughs> Come on. Yo, if you did Bruno Mars, Marley, I'd be like, what? you pronounce this Bruno? name. <laughs> <laughs> I thought as a Jamaican, you'd be proud to announce that, man. That's a Marley. That's royalty. I'm going to yeah. let you say that last one, Marley. Give you a little bit of treat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was kind of strange. You xenophobic bastard. <laughs> hey, man, if it's Bruno Mars, I'd be like, yo, you better let me Facts. say it, bro. No, I would have definitely <laughs> said that. Oh, uh, fuck. That's I'm funny. Dead. What is, uh, who's like the person, you ever been in awe of someone you've been in the studio with? Like, have you ever been like, yo, I'm really here? like yo low-key one of the first big sessions i did when i it was like a couple of days after my like 17th birthday mm. it was nelly furtado bro did you meet her husband no who's your husband <sighs> it's haji beats from yeah, from, from wolfgang Wolf that's amazing that they got me. It's so crazy. That's still the oh, wildest, wait. No, I don't most know. random <laughs> thing I've Hodge. ever it's heard in my life. Always causing so he was like the most active one. Like he was like the most energetic one out of the group. How do you spell Haji? H O D G I. Is it Y? I think it's just Y. It might be Y. Yeah, and then beats. Always smiling. Always smiling. Just cheesing like high crazy. energy. Never yeah. wearing Yo, a shirt. I had no idea. He's like Jr. Right? Smith. I had no idea. Nigga, man. I saw a picture of them barefoot. She's pregnant, holding hands. I was like, what? He kind of cute though. <laughs> How'd you get them? Now, get them I never knew that he was black. Like I was expecting. I don't know what I was expecting. Baby dad used to be this Filipino b boy. That she when she when she went with Timberland, she left his ass. Nelly Furtado's multicultural and man. And went on, went on to Haji. She's, She's very Omni Canadian. One. Canadian. Yeah. She <laughs> chin picnic. She's Omni <laughs> One with her taste. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Are, do you only date black? 
yeah i've only had that no but are you exclusively dating black what do you mean (laughs) (laughs) she's like i don't understand the question Marvin. (laughs) (laughs) i just said i've only done that do you only date black that's all I've done. Ah, she's so politically correct. <laughs> <laughs> That's how she says niggas on me. <laughs> I would I would be open. I've always said that I don't think like white men, if they go to black women, they would just want this whole black woman. And they look at me like, oh, she's just a little bit like Nah. I feel like you can, her you can nab uh, uh what's that guy? Um who just he lost his black girl, the football player. Look like Jonas Jonas, Jonas Travis. Travis. Yeah, yeah. Travis. Isn't, oh, you're a homie, him. isn't it? No. Oh, but that seems like your type he of white fine, boy. Yeah. See? <laughs> How many white boys are like that? <laughs> See, your white boy got to have a little black to him. Yeah, Not in him, sure. but to <laughs> him. So would you, would you holler at a, a, a little Tyler Hero or something? <laughs> would, you, would you Tyler Hero it up? I don't even know who that is. Tyler Hero is the, the basketball player. Out of basketball. He's 20. Oh, right? oh right. no. With the, 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 the Elvis. Uh, the Home Alone. Oh, the Home Alone. I don't even know. I used to have a crush on, what's his name, Chandler? He used to play Chandler for Parsons. Dallas. Yes, I used oh to have a crush God. on him. Chandler Parsons. <laughs> I mean, Chandler Parsons <laughs> is like pre-Tyler Hero. That nigga shit. Say. You want a nigga with minutes, all right? We're going to get you a white boy with minutes. What about Gronk? I used to crush with him. No. If you were like, I like, I like. think about it, like, no. No. I don't see you as like a Keith Van Horn type of Yeah. Okay. Travis Kelsey <laughs> is exactly. If I had a pick, I would need a Travis Kelsey. Keith Van Horn yeah, looks yeah. like a Republican. Oh my god! This nigga oh said god. Keith Van Horn. Yeah, no. Oh my god! That is the most random white boy name you've no. ever pulled out of. I would hat. love to see you with a Scalabrini. <laughs> a Scalabrini. Oh, a redhead. Alicia and a redhead. I used to like kind of had crushes on gingers, but like black gingers. Mm, I just, I don't not know. Not like why. Ronald like, Weasley? No. No. No, not like that. <laughs> I tried. I've always wanted to date like an Asian, but like. An Asian. <laughs> they're all, they're, I don't know what. They're kind. too short, I guess, huh? But I guess. that's the point. It's like, I need to find one tall I've always enough. wanted to date an Asian. <laughs> yeah. Why does it sound like a grocery item? <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted to date an Asian. I'd be like, you know, I look. I'm like, oh, you guys just aren't. Hey, man. Enough. Hey, Francis bagged himself in Jamaica. Hey. 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 Half Italian, half Jamaican. Sorry, I gotta use the bathroom. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> He's Bacchus yeah. for real, then. You're oh, Bacchus no. for real. I read it. Hey. <laughs> Holy shit. I used to have a crush on this Asian guy. He was like, he was mixed with. Of course. Shane <laughs> Mixed with. Fuck, why do I? I think Nigerian? he was. V- no, I think he was Vietnamese. That's one mix I've never and heard like, of in my life. Asian and African. I've never met one. I've myself. never w- met one ever. I mean. A lost race? No, I know <laughs> one. Her name is Ping. Oh, Ping. Yeah, I remember Ping. <laughs> Wait, that Ping? No, no, no. From back she's in the from day? The States. Oh. I don't know. No, she lives in the States. Does she live in no, New no, York? No, no, no. Actually, no, she's straight from Nigeria. Okay. And I met her when i lived in new york and she oh. lived there for a while but she's asian like some type of asian i don't I, know what type wait you and, met her in new york and nigerian you met her in new york yeah did she ever say she was from toronto no 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 she's like straight from nigeria that's like so she was wild. literally only in new york because she had a student visa and now she's back in nigeria that's she's, so like, wild i know she's someone super mixed, african i know a girl that's 
black mixed with Asian that used to live in Toronto that moved to New York mm-hmm. and her name was Ping. Ping. Holy. I don't know. And yeah. I'm like, that's not a normal, that's like, not a normal, no. that's not a normal oh. name. So I'm like, yo, what? Because that's late, like, first girlfriend ever. Her name oh. was Ping. That's oh. wild. That was a trip. <laughs> but, anyways, um, speaking of Africa, that shit in Nigeria, not Ooh. looking good. This SARS thing? At first, I thought it was SARS, I the disease, was nigga. SARS, I was like, <laughs> Nigeria later than Facebook. This is crazy. That, <laughs> that disease died out years ago. But it turns out it's, um, it's just more police brutality. Doesn't matter if you're black or white, apparently. Like, it's just happening everywhere. No warrant needed, no nothing. And um, today they're saying something about they're going to be dissolving SARS and putting in place SWAT. So the same shit. It's like calling twelve a dozen. <laughs> like, <laughs> like what is yeah, exactly. what is the point? <laughs> like, what does that mean? You What's just the change difference? the letters. Literally, it's the same amount of letters. <laughs> SWAT, yeah, SARS, it's the same facts. thing. So, um, there's been tons of protests um, worldwide. I, yo, it just proves Nigerians are everywhere. <laughs> I've seen Nigerian protests everywhere like the videos are in london in toronto even shout out to femi shout out to tommy i seen you guys yeah. out there on the front lines um a lot of people just calling for change and just it just seems like even in places where police were not made built on slavery mm-hmm. people are still just abusing their power it just seems like the position itself is just a nasty one they just think that they're so much better than everybody <sighs> growing up in regent what did you see police wise like was it crazy out there was it constantly being harassed yo it definitely got really crazy especially like during like summer of the gun and stuff oh like, yeah you could not go outside like police would patrol regent like crazy bro wow. everywhere like mm. just doing laps that's yeah like, and know, over policing never helps they think yeah. it does and it never yeah. helps and like this is when like they were just carding for no reason and yep. shit too so like walking around like I never nothing happened to me because I was a kid, but like yeah. I used to see like these older kids just getting stopped and all this shit. Before, and all yeah, that yeah shit. all of that, bro. Yep. I'm like, even I knew that shit was wrong. Yeah, yeah. Shit, they and used they to stop me. Yeah, I was Whoa, like, bro, what the fuck? I'm going to the studio. <laughs> <laughs> no, when I like when I where I lived, um, they used to stop me when I was coming home from work, and I'd be 16 coming home from famous players and something went down in the neighborhood hours before and they used to stop me and question me and be like where do you live where are you coming from where are you going why are you wearing all black i'm like it's my uniform i work at simplex you want to have seasonal day? depression I was like, what the hell? <laughs> but like it's like i'm just a, like a young girl walking and i was always like questioned and shit like that they're so annoying i'm like yeah. i'm just trying to go home you know i got school in the morning and work tomorrow <laughs> too so full transparency one of the first podcasts i ever did was with alicia and alicia invited me to regent to oh, yeah. do a podcast and i was like where am i going <laughs> yeah. that was one of my first times in regent too shit. <laughs> like, where, where in regent yeah, where y'all going? Your address. i'm like uh isn't that regent she's like yeah i'm like <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm like yo what for real I it was, was uh sandbox studios their first yeah. their oh, first shout studio. out to rooks shout out to and shit, I didn't know no better. <laughs> the first time I ever pulled up, I don't know if it was your episode or not. I think there might have been another one I did before. I'm not sure. But I pulled up and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, this look a little ghetto. Facts. Like. 
Sandbox is cool though. It's kind of tucked away in like the back. In the corner, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. So it's kind of yeah. chill. Where the factories, it's among factories, yeah, 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 yeah. some more houses over there too. Yeah, yeah. That, my first well, no, time that was a, my that's just a new, different rela- lo- location. Mm. She moved locations. Oh, so the one with the oh wait, yeah, no, 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 I remember. So, yeah, 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 yeah. The one originally was just right outside. Oh of man, that one was super like trash. It was so small. My I first time in Regent is because yeah. I had a crush on a Vietnamese girl. Of course, fam. Of course. I went to go see and her sister's boyfriend was in a the lobby. gangster in the lobby at the front door with Amanda. Yeah, and I was just like, <laughs> "Okay, okay, Regent scene." Got to do the walk past. Did you do the walk past at Amanda? Yeah, you- yeah. Luckily, luckily, because I always had good weed, like they could smell it. That was my. And they in. just raided you. That was always my in. Like, yo, <laughs> who is this kid? I'm like, yo, I got the nice. I got the nice. Like, hey, oh, get yeah, him yeah. where you can. Right. <laughs> I was no, like, it's either, it's either I'm getting robbed, or they're gonna be like, okay, cool. So, those lobby up. walkthroughs are deadly, man. Like, I've seen mans get railed up. Like, <laughs> yo, it all depends on your approach. If they smell, it's it's like the wild. If they smell fear, bro. Yo, let me talk to you for a second. Mm. My first. <laughs> you get that armor on your shoulder, you're getting robbed. It's over for you. Run so your how, pockets. How my much did Regent Park play into your your music and, and like your musical talents and whatnot in your career? Yeah, obviously a big part because like in in my house, fam, it was like anti rap, anti hip hop, yeah. straight Classic fucking only. classical <laughs> Vietnamese folk music and like yeah. jazz and shit. You know, what's Vietnamese folk music like? Who's running that? Fam, I don't even. Yo, a lot of the times, my mom we were playing tunes from Vietnam, but it's like rip off of like American melodies, which is Vietnamese words. Fam. Oh my god! <laughs> no, so Jamaicans aren't the only ones. <laughs> Let's go! Oh, oh, oh. All this time they lied to us. They made us think it was just us T for the American tunes. This is amazing. But like, there'll be like. Old American tunes from like the fifties yep. and sixties mm. and shit, you know. This magic moment, <laughs> Earth Angel. But yeah, you can find a remix for everything in Vietnam. Like if they have like a church remix, or oh, yeah. like the regular remix. It's like Jamaica. Vietnam is Jamaica, basically. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. So I take it in region like oh, it was all your homies that put you on the shit. Yeah, fam. Like, all my homies putting me on to like rap music and like. Yeah reggae and dance hall and shit mm. when i was allowed to go when i was allowed to go to their houses okay. that's all i would be hearing and shit yeah and at school fam like we like trade cds like me and my best friend used to trade like uh 50 cent cds and shit ah. i used to get in trouble for having them in my we house were trading fam. cds guys Ooh. good times oh. trading never CDs. giving my shit up what <laughs> i used to trade mad cds back because i'm like who's bu- where am i buying like how am i gonna buy cds i don't have a job i don't I have any 12 bucks yeah and how else are you gonna listen to them like limewire wasn't that fast yet mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. all that shit man 50 cent get richard die try and i think i traded that for the black album at one wow. point i traded that for college dropout at one point like i was just trading it left right mm-hmm. center <laughs> mad people wanted that get richard die trying Man, um, I used to do that with tapes. <laughs> I just want to say, oh my god! <laughs> I used to do that with the eight track. Uh, <laughs> you are sick. I got some vinyls I used to trade back in my day. Used to walk to school with a binder or vinyls. That's fucking hilarious. Yo, what's I used in to your trade pogs. Like pog. <laughs> oh my pogs. god! Talk about it. I used to trade pogs. My metal slammers you don't got know what those are? busted. Um, I, I've seen them before. <laughs> I think okay. I believe I've seen them before. Yo, my Pogs metal slammer then, got dusted. Oh my gosh, you guys remember those little like little figure thingies? 
The oh. Jacks? No, it wasn't Jacks. Oh wait, Jarhead Warheads? Jarheads? Is I it Jarheads? Know. I can't they remember were, what like, they were called. There were oh so many gosh. different fads when I was younger. I don't think the kids have anything like that now. No, yeah, they, they do. It's they just their phone. Pokemon. Oh, they got TikTok. They got, now. No, they, no, TikTok and Pokemon it's, Go. It's Beyblades. They, they Beyblades is that? like yeah, like come when on. When I was a kid, that Beyblades was a thing. are yeah. Beyblades, Beyblades are nerd like for folklore. Like it's like yeah. they're big. They're never going away. It's one of those ones where it's like this came in as a fad but it's staying here i thought it because they have gone. cartoons and shit like they can go full full deep into there's, where there's no pog cartoon there's pokemon pokemon's still a thing pokemon's too. pokemon's still going like cards pokemon cards are still mad They're valuable bigger and bigger. i'm about to go and pull my pokemon cards out because i had a collection did anyone ever actually play pokemon fam bro no what the actual cards he no. didn't because he was selling crack hey i played bro. dungeons and dragons <laughs> yo, oh my god. god i played the video game yo all <laughs> men all men's collected cards but ain't nobody knew how to play the card game ah we played yeah, at yeah, my yeah. school yeah. we played at my school were you, you playing magic you used cards to bring too? your you'd have your backpack with your actual school books and then you'd have your binder you're actually carrying in your hand at all times all times with your pokemon cards in it holographics yeah. all on the first page yeah everything else after that your your um you have, to, you have your spirit cards like the fire one that would make your person's damage like 10 times more i never and we used to have battles and played for keeps so like i remember battling a man for his blastoise one that who yeah. couldn't talk to me that day <laughs> couldn't talk to me he thought my charizard oh he's a fire oh murder him nah fam the day i see a bully like jack a, a pokemon kids card collection only to use it himself like <laughs> like give me your pokemon card son yep. like that don't sound right like a bully stealing his pokemon i don't think a bully cards. says son <laughs> well <laughs> it's somebody's straight jack move son <laughs> Um, you guys remember Tamagotchis? Yes. Oh, okay. yeah. Tamagotchis, yeah. I used to love that shit. I still wear a Tamagotchi on my Call of Duty character. He has a, he has a, a Tamagotchi on his watch. That's really? like, yep. Isn't that pre-parenting? Like, that's them like, yep. training you to like learn how to have a kid? or Well, more so just take care of tasks on a timely... Like, you have to be organized, mm. legit. So it's like, there's certain times where you gotta clean it, you gotta feed it, you gotta rock it to sleep, like... Every kid I knew killed their Tamagotchi at least five times. Mi minimum. <laughs> like, then, you just pray, then you just put a pin in that reset yo. button at the bottom. <laughs> Quick time. One time. Start it all over. <laughs> you a baby again, little nigga. You have been bored again. Um, even for a while, yo-yos. I remember I grade six, yo-yos yo yes, were it. Yeah, yo-yos came shit back. got banned so fast. Yo, because mad kids were boxing out their yeah. eye. People are trying to do around the world, hitting people in the head like... We used, that was when they were making yo-yos so sick like i could fling it and make that sleep like almost all the way home i could go walk it's like 15 minute walk to my house i could roll that shit make it sleep almost and all the way home spinning and it just kept just spinning because there's no. like if you got really good at it you started learning like, like the technique the exact flick of the wrist that you needed to do to get yeah there, aren't there professional yo-yoers yeah. Yeah, yeah, they used to it. have mad competitions Yo, man. what's the, what's that one thing mm. with that like cross stick with the ball oh the they, adam 21 the does adam 21 yeah. thing what is, was the, i don't know he's trying that? to make it Which a thing one? but i don't it's think it's like it's, a thing. it's like a cross and they got the ball it's a very it, old catches game. You catch the ball and throw it around. Yeah, oh, it's, a, it's on a string. On stick, right? yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. you got to catch it on a stick because no, it has that. holes in it. Yeah, yeah you can yeah. catch it in, in multiple Trash. ways. Yeah, Trash. Oh, I've I'm actually really... tried that before. It's pretty hard. It's oh. hard to do, but it's not that, fun. That was like our version <laughs> of of the 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 devil sticks. 
You know yeah. what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. They used to do those devil sticks at like um, team building, <laughs> team building exercises. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had so many different phases as kids, man. I feel like these kids are missing out. They don't get that same like, like what cartoons are out and popping? Because even when I was There's a kid. There's not that many cartoons out anymore. Like all the Disney Channel is all real life type of shows right? now. It, it feels like it. And like when There's I was Paw younger, Patrol. Paw Patrol is a shit. Teen Titans Go is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yo, is it one God. of those ki- kids shows that like they, they, wrote, they sneak in a little bit? They wrote it for parents, stuff. man. Because I sit there watching with my nephew, like, yo, that went over your head. But, <laughs> and then there's moments where we're both laughing. I'm just like, yo, how'd you get that? Yeah. How'd you get that? <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, you're not supposed to know that, boy. That's <laughs> funny as fuck. Yo, I yeah, swear no. they do that shit in Arthur too, dog. Yeah, I think I would think like they have to because they need parents to like be engaged too at some point. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah, they do that with Disney movies and all. I think it's for them too, secretly. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. The people writing it, they're just like, yo, let's just slip that. It's like those little things they slip slip into uh, Disney movies. Like there's one scene in Little Mermaid where the priest is like, priest is on the boat and is like about to marry them, and he has a full on boner. Like just a full on boner, <laughs> you can see it poking just through his his pope gown. Oh, that's just a tentacle. And then there's um Lion King. There's a point where he lays down on the mountain, and that dust flies up before his dad comes into the sky. It says and that sex. dust says sex. <laughs> like it just says sex in the wind. It's so funny. You ever throw subliminals in your beats? And people like that, that like the normal ear can't hear. And a little like, Easter egg. I've never thought about Easter that. Yo, you should throw a little Easter oh, egg in there one day. day. You just like distort a word where you say like, fuck you. And you distort it. Oh just throw it in there. Put like somehow. Hitler in there. Just morphed backwards. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that one. I listen to, I, listen to um, I guess, healing music that has subliminals that are supposedly going to make you better and stuff mm. like that. That's I started that really. Going, Be still. <laughs> groceries. Yeah. groceries 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 affirmations and stuff like that so you could do it please only put positive stuff don't do no negative yeah you know i might not take your guys suggestions you don't like ours though corona let's <laughs> put that in there man okay i finally figured out i've been on a whole google search you found crazy bones. Bones. oh crazy, crazy bones. Bones. Yes. oh shit okay that's what i was thinking of like i, I pictured what you were saying but, but I, I didn't like, know what it was called i was for some reason thought it was called jarheads i don't know why yeah that's crazy so go- bones because you could buy them in like the little pack and it will come with like a couple of them or whatever and you can i don't know sometimes you'll get surprise ones those were a thing too again um would you ever make a beat for the presidency? The current one? Not the current president, but like the campaign to be president. Because there's a rap battle video. Um, oh, the Biden. Ba- uh, Biden rap? and Kamala have put together a rap battle video with DNA and Charlie Clips. Holy. From actual Smack DVD, like <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't, I don't no, official one. Official no, I'm dead or, ass. It's official. It's official. This is yeah. real. It's very this real. So real. this wasn't just edited no. and no. then released. Like, I, I heard about it. I, I read a, a little bit about it. You know what? what? Shout out to whoever is on their campaign team that came up with this idea because I think it came from um, who is the prime minister of Jamaica? That lady or something like that. I don't know if you've ever Lisa seen Hannah, her. Lisa Hanna. Lisa Hanna. The MP. 
of, of course you know who she is <laughs> if you've never seen her she's fine <laughs> she fine oh she fine she that's fine. why oh wait and the light-skinned one and he be sitting the there with the, the wait, the light-skinned one with the brown hair with the, the, no, the, the no. she's not light she she's like brown the, in like, she rides the, the like repair the road does she dance stuff? a lot sometimes yeah okay i think i seen her i think i seen her she well okay what's the name what's the name i gotta look this up lisa hannah Lisa, you're like here. I'm, going to I'm sorry, baby, but she fired. She fired. Lisa <laughs> Hannah. Lisa Hannah. Okay. All okay. Right. So, oh um, gosh. My, my yeah, let me child, see my that. My child knows her. My child, like their friends. My child. My child. My child. My child. What I say? <laughs> I was gonna say she was a pageant. Like she was. A, she was. Yeah, yeah. I've she, seen her. She was a what? She was a. She was a, a pageant winner. Miss World. Miss World. I, s- I swear yep. I've met her I met her at Carnival bro, oh, 1993. I, know, I know who she is oh, I know who and she, she was is. in how Stella got her groove back she's running for president hallelujah no 100% I met her uh, at um in Carnival okay you so didn't chop it bro come on man I, w- I was hanging out with her and Miss Trinidad actually and I you took, didn't chop it bro? I took photos with him so you didn't chop that's it, bro? not the I same thing so what I was gonna say it's though is that there was a couple of videos that kind of went like viral on Twitter of like her video her walking around and doing all whatever she got to do but it was to like shensia like coming up with a song for her and shit like that and she has multiple like she had sensia and who's that other girl yeah spice Mm. who created like campaign songs for her and so i seen mad people talk about it so i feel like they were mad who was mad they were pissed people were pissed a lot of people were like she they shouldn't be able to be involved in something like this and something as important as this and a whole bunch of it's bullshit. like okay but it happens in america too like, nice and i just feel like that's where they got this from they're you like oh that's where they got the idea let's do it eh, i think it's probably just some one black person <laughs> on their campaigners that was like listening to it <laughs> and they just what is that do the blacks like it let's get the vote <laughs> get them on the phone yo you heard the track I have not heard the track. I'm finding it right now. Is it good? I never heard it either. Uh, if it's if it's sick, I'll be fucking. Yeah, it's probably not. <laughs> Maybe it was. Let me see. Both rappers have can be seen in the four minute campaign ad utilizing their super, superlative lyricism as they dissect why it's imperative to vote next month. DNA plays the part of a friend schooling Charlie Clips on the importance of voting. So when you tell me to go vote, go vote. Well, the reason why it's such a hard one, because how we expect our people to get jobs and the president can't even get the job done. Oh, okay. Okay. So you think because you brought me here that I'm sp- just supposed to confide in Biden? What about the innocent blacks that get snatched out of their car just for riding? We don't even ask for much. All we do is ask for respect. Before they did what they did to George Floyd, this country had their foot on our necks. Now, do you understand why I'm upset? Okay. All right. They talking some real shit in this now. Yeah. Real talk. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna play it. Hold up. Yo, Biden on the beat, bro. <laughs> Biden on the beat. <laughs> Biden on the beat is what. <laughs> Get to the actual. They've been answering your phone. You know why I'm calling you. You have to vote. You know why I don't vote. Because as a black man, I just feel like there's no hope. Our president telling people to go back to China, taking the coronavirus as a joke. And that's the part that frightened me. When you choose a president, it's supposed to be a knockout. Then why this situation doesn't entice me? 
If you got the answers Ooh. to keep me out this dark path, my brother, enlighten me. We always telling each other to stay woke. That's why this time we gotta use our voice and you have to vote. The facts are show. Biden has a plan for African Americans. We not dealing with your average Joe. I see the way you looking right now. You know exactly where I'm gonna go with this. For four years we had Trump in office and we made the most of it. But we finally got somebody that could be in office that could give us a chance to have home ownership. I'm talking to all of you. $640 billion over the course of 10 years so we could finally get housing that's affordable. Look at him now, I got him stuck. With Biden and Harris plan, we gotta trust. Cause we can't say we support Obamacare, but rock with Trump. So Harris and Biden is gonna help with black ownership, huh? Okay, maybe it's true. But what about the black colleges and all the funding for the HBCUs? Is Biden gonna follow in Obama footsteps and go all out with healthcare? Or is he gonna laugh at us like our president now while our people struggle on welfare? You see, I did my research which is exactly why I could rebuttal that. Biden and Harris planning to put 70 billion to the HBCU. We not just talking about a couple racks, giving teachers a raise. What Trump attempted to do, they plan to double that. And as far as the rich and poor with schools, the whole goal is to end the funding gap. That sounds legit. And it goes something like that. <laughs> <laughs> et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We ain't gonna play the whole thing, but that's an interesting approach. I mean, yeah, I thought Biden would be rapping low key. Yeah, I, was, I, I, I was hoping. I, I was hoping. Be, yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. I thought At least cross armed thing. with some Ray Bans behind him. You know what I mean? When they do that B boy pose, mm -hmm. like it's real hard. <laughs> it's like, this is what the niggers do. Yeah. <laughs> so who funded that? Was that, um, was that a Democratic Party? Biden or? and Kamala. So Biden and Kamala put that. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's smart. I mean, I guess. Back to the question. No. <laughs> if it was a dope dope campaign <laughs> I would produce it <laughs> he's like that was an acapella so <laughs> that was an acapella <laughs> if it was Michelle Obama I'm in um, <laughs> yeah I don't know if, I don't know how effective this that's gonna be mm, I mean not you might get much. like I think that a few of them they, they had <laughs> to do something that was more viral yeah like you know porn like no yes like creating no they should have done porn <laughs> <laughs> way more influential no. if joe biden and kamala started an only fans i don't think we want to see that no they don't have to fuck they just yeah. gotta start the only fans they'll start the only fans get in there get and they the tell you to vote yeah that's way more effective Actually, people get cheesed that they weren't fucking and be like man i'm not voting for you because y'all don't fuck you so, let me to follow your only fans okay then use the porn star <laughs> Or use the top creators on OnlyFans, put them in there, let them be nude, and tell you to vote. But that sounds like dead. something but that's like buying votes. That's illegal. Is and, it buying votes? And yeah, that yeah. sounds like something How? Trump would do. You're putting well, money I mean, into someone promoting you. Can, you. But you can pay for a campaign. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. true. You donate you just money for to this. the website. <laughs> you true. go to the websites and you donate money. So all the money that you put to the OnlyFans fans goes to the. Mm donation for yeah. the democratic party, party. If, if, if country music artists like show love to their president or to certain candidacies like people think that is yeah that's normal that's that's fine like they're, they're helping you gotta go where the people power. are man it's just that simple and what's gonna create more buzz well they're trying joe to get the Bi black joe vote. biden and kamala harris have started mm -hmm. on only fans like yeah. first of all you just got every sex worker on the planet to vote for you Every mm -hmm. sex worker in America is now voting for you. It, you just champion sex workers. You just champion a sex worker space. You just got not only sex workers, 
feminists of uh, women's rights people like it, you're just gonna get a trickle effect of different people that would be like oh i fucked with y'all yeah y'all getting down with the people people like this is for real they should have got tiger and black china facts <laughs> <laughs> to do their facts. only fans campaign they could have freestyled before <laughs> oh my god and gave oh us god. some dry so pum pum sex oh, it would have been fine Oh, that would have been way more effective. Speaking about sex tapes. And you would have had a person <laughs> named China. Hold on. I like that segue. <laughs> Speaking of sex tapes, have you yours? Been? No. no, I'm sick. <laughs> Francis got heat, does he? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. This is so random. Well, it makes sense. Uh, have you guys watched the Paris Hilton documentary on YouTube? No. Somebody just asked me this today. And I was like, yo, I forgot she had a sex tape. I might watch it now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else in her life is interesting. She's I an mean, heiress. She's a DJ for Young Money or some shit. And yeah, no, she's a DJ that makes a million dollars per gig. Per gig, yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. But like, honestly, I watched it and I'm just like, holy fuck. Like, she really started this social media, like, selfie yeah, type of it was her. craze. Yeah. And just, you know, showcasing all your life, the way that reality TV shows are right now. But, like, some shit has happened to her, which was just mind-fucking Behavioral blowing. classes when she was younger. Like, parents sending her to schools where they Her getting like, kidnapped. Her parents setting up a, her to get kidnapped um, when she's sleeping. And sending her to the middle of like Utah for schools yeah. that they didn't know um, that would like abuse the kids. Like it's so fucked up, but it's so good. Hers is really good. And even I watched Demi Lovato's too, and it was pretty good as well. Demi Lovato, fine. I might watch that. Yeah. But I don't know. I suggest watching the Paris Hilton one. I was very intrigued on like what she's, was she's going on. She's had a very interesting celebrity life. I don't know if it's because of the fact that she's not really pushing forward into the spotlight as much as she used to before mm -hmm. if that's why people don't give her flowers but we're talking about someone who literally revolutionized being a personality for nothing we talk about yep. someone who revolutionized who kind of co-pioneered you could argue jessica simpson as well but mm -hmm. it was really paris hilton's show that took off and became a sequel jessica mm -hmm. simpson's and reality show with nick was her ratings huge was but I don't know how many ratings Jess and Nick's had, but there was there was theirs was huge because I remember they even got a commercial out of it off that uh, chicken of chicken the sea the shit. Sea, yeah, when she thought tuna was chicken, and oh <laughs> and uh, yeah, like they had they had their their thing. But Paris and Nicole Nikki, yeah. Nicole Richie, mm -hmm. yeah, they both had a show that took off. Then they got the a sequel. Life simple life on like a farm or some shit like that and that's when we met kim kardashian um that's when we low-key met lady gaga but nobody knew her as lady gaga yet she was just like the daughter of whoever they were staying with and um yeah those reality shows really opened the doors for a lot of different reality shows to flourish afterwards because the the people were tuning in to this shit for Nicole and Paris. I don't know what it was. Well, they were really stupid together. And that whole uh, fish out of water story where you're putting someone like who's an heiress used to everybody taking up after her and cooking for her. And now she's living on a farm but, with her best friend. But like that's what's so mind blowing is because this whole time she put on this character 
and she's just really not the person not that everybody all, no. thinks that she is. Yeah. And she's actually very smart mm-hmm. very. and like, you know, knows how to do things. And this was all she wanted to do was like become this famous person so that she can make a whole bunch of money and just never have to do the things that she had to do. And so when they bring in some of the survivors from the school, her same class, they were like, they would watch Simple Life and they would see her on there and they're like, her voice was never this high. And then another one was like, and the fact that she said that she doesn't even know how to use a mop, she was like, I was dying of laughter because you definitely know how to use a mop because they forced us to like clean, clean. at wow. those like schools and stuff. And if you didn't clean, they would beat you or they put you in solitary, like, solitary confinement and stuff like that. Shit. Um, so yeah it's just crazy how she was able to create this whole thing and she like turns it on and turns it off and and realistically like she it's like she doesn't want to do it anymore but she really wants a lot of money she wants to be able to have a billion dollars she only knows one way right now like yeah what that because it's this is what i tell people all the time about the whole being yourself man if you don't you get trapped in this world where you literally cannot get out and maintain the same success because you've lied to people. Yeah. Like even if you even if you want to come clean and be yourself, or everyone would be like, "Yo, who the fuck are? Who is this? Like, it's not who you've shown us you were for decades. Mm-hmm. Like, what? I don't I don't want this new person. I want the Paris that you showed me. Like, that's the one I like. Even yeah. if you're mad cool, mad interesting, mad smart, all that shit. But she was doing that with her boyfriends too. I realized that she was even having this personality with her boyfriends because it's like i guess she just assumes like this is, this who is what they, they see want. Yep. and this is what they want and that's and she has crazy. like such trust issues that like her one boyfriend she was like i she had to go to an event she didn't want to invite him um just because she wasn't ready for the public to see or whatever and her somebody was there, her best friend was at the house and she Paris is literally setting up like all these cameras she bought. She bought new cameras and she was setting them up all over them as spy cams. And the girls like, "What are you doing?" She was just like, "I have a new boyfriend coming over and I just I just don't trust him." So I just want to be able to make sure I can look in and see what's happening. Oh, and every shit. time she has a new boyfriend, she gets a new computer cuz she was like she had a boyfriend that went and like stole her computer and Jesus. I don't know, hacked it or smashed it or whatever. And, and so now every time she gets talks to somebody new she gets a new computer i don't think i ever saw the day where i was like i can't wait to go home and watch this paris hilton documentary (laughs) it's really good (laughs) because i'm about to go and watch watch it again (laughs) and then and then the demi lovato one i watched right after and it Mm -hmm. talks about like the drugs her life growing up and how she got introduced to drugs and like and just like her growth that she had and how angry she was like it's just a lot Paris, you go argue. Sorry, you go argue that Kim took Paris's model, uh, model, and mm-hmm. she literally did that. Revolutionized it, especially when yeah. you consider the fact that she was her assistant for however yeah. many years, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's pretty wild to see because, like I always said, Paris Hilton walks so that Kim could fly. Like this, yeah. There's no other way around it. You talk <laughs> about someone who's in famous. The documentary. She, and she says she and she like she has her little moment speaking and she was just like if it wasn't for paris i would not be kim kardashian she wouldn't have like, fa- she wouldn't have even period. met the people she mm-hmm. met if it wasn't for paris like there's so many connections that she made through being paris's friend and personal yeah. assistant that even though she was 
you know, mm-hmm. um, uh, her family rather was popular and it's for its own thing for the whole OJ mm-hmm. shit that was going on. She gave her a model <clears throat> of what she can do, right? And how to create that whole facade. And that's why most times when people get on Kim for being this whatever a lot of the times i'm like i know her especially now that we're yeah. seeing her doing this whole lawyer she, yeah, shit was like, she i was like no i dumb. know that kim is not this person Probably that we yeah. see and it's you can't a character it's a part of who she is but it's just like an enhanced version yeah. of this more annoying more like a little bit blondish as they say but deep down she's probably like a really normal like yeah yeah dope dope person or whatever like super smart like that's all these but we just don't we just don't see it yeah. that's all these celebrities honestly mm-hmm. like it, even just as like the level that we're at right now like i'm sure we meet a lot of people who they meet alicia and they're like oh she's gonna be like you know the alicia on the radio and you're not the alicia yeah. on the radio you know what i mean or big norm when they see you on stage they're like oh he's gonna be like that funny guy all the time and you're not that funny no, guy all the time. I got time. the stage and people were like, wow, you're really chill. You're so sensitive and so emotional. Calm. I was like, I'm a sad clown, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a sad <laughs> fucking clown, man. Yeah. No, dead ass. Like, I experienced that for years of people expecting me to be this Jamaican bouncing off the walls at all times, <laughs> always in character. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not that dude McFly. Like, that's a, that's a character. Yeah. As much as you guys would like that to be me, it's me. But it's a part of me. It's mm-hmm. a part of me that I take out mm-hmm. when I need to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I hear you guys go play with the part. I bring it back and I, I'm back to me again. Mm. And it's, it's hard for people to differentiate that. I feel like so many celebrity problems are our fault. <laughs> the consumers. Yeah. Our, yeah. Us, the we people. make it into something. We make it into something. We make things that, into something that are not anything we add on stress that doesn't need to be there like imagine how something as simple as if celebrities could just walk through the world doing their thing Mm -hmm. like regardless of the yeah there's reports and still blogs and all that stuff but not people swarming them everywhere they go they can go to the mall they can go to the grocery store and they don't have to be in la to do it yeah if that was the world we were in i feel like they would be they would find it way easier to be themselves yeah and be able to like live life exactly you know what i mean like i can't imagine jim carrey meeting jim carrey and him thinking oh i gotta be like ace ventura to this person jim carrey (laughs) is the smartest motherfucker in life you ever see that guy talk like he is so like he's still the funny dude but he's just he's a guru he's he's the smartest dude ever he drops so much gems with that trademark jim carrey smile and he's just like are you trying to be funny like no you're just you're just so smart smart. i think there's something beyond you're funny something to being like getting to the level where he's at and i think only a comedian could could do this like getting to that level and keeping yourself in check to the point where you're like i'm nothing like jim carrey will literally tell you i'm nothing i'm no one i'm just here trying to impress people we're all here just trying to impress people. Isn't yeah. that what life's about? And you're yeah. just sitting there like, yo, what the fuck? Jim <laughs> <laughs> motherfucking Carrie. But it's, it's, it's real. Like, He's it's really real showing shit. you something, Like, man. He, he, he sheds all of his, um, like, celebrity with this, like, humbleness of, like, yo, like, we're all just doing the same thing. Mm. Uh, there's a camera in front of me. We're That's really the difference. We're really all the fucking same. We're just we all the all same. We all go through, like, different 
life obstacles and stuff like that but they're all the same and like, he's super at the cynical end of the day. <laughs> he's super cynical too he's just like yo we're gonna die yeah. like that's all that really matters <laughs> it's like oh <laughs> it's gonna end one day really we're just cool. flowing through life until it ends and it's just like okay i guess <laughs> well, back to that whole paris hilton kim thing mm -hmm. you said like paris walked so that kim could fly who were the who, who were that for you like who, who are the people that set the stage for you to be able to fly like who were your who, who helped you get to the stage that you're at because i know you're you're also a remix kid so like i, I yeah. wonder how shout much out to that. gavin shout out to remix shout out to gav shout out to trunk like anybody that came through that did it for toronto before me definitely opened the doors like Literally, like, man's like Drake, Boy Wonder, and, like, T-Minus, they mm -hmm. opened the floodgates for Toronto. After them two put on for the city, fam, Everybody everyone wanted a Toronto beat. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. Everybody. Yep. yep. They, they, Boy Wonder, 40, T-Minus, and there's one other person I'm forgetting. There's somebody else where it was, like, there was a moment in Toronto, I think around, like, I would say probably 09 to 2012, that really shaped what producers mm -hmm. in Toronto could do. You know what I yeah. mean? Well, yeah. I never thought there was a Toronto sound. I just always thought the Toronto, Toronto sound, sound was just is. high quality. No, there's a Toronto like, sound. Yeah, there was a Toronto sound it's at brooding. the time at what, least. But what, do you, what would you consider that sound? Was it the... It's brooding. It's dark. It's very like... Very moody. Very stuff. moody. Like you feel like... You're like, I know this was yeah. made in winter. Yeah, just like, I, feel, I see what I you mean. I feel fucking depressed. Okay, I need okay. some like, vitamin like a, D. Like a Drake interlude. Yeah. Like yeah, a 4422. Yeah. That's like a Toronto Like you know song. the... Every, yeah. Think of every right. beat at the end of a Drake album where he's just spazzing. Yeah, you know the thirty for thirties, the, yeah. the the five a.m. in Dallas, like the filter drums and yeah, all of that, yeah. bro. Like, that's like that, that underwater, yeah, yeah. that underwater yeah. sound, bro. That's the worst. That's the worst. <laughs> Sounding like it's from another Drake, room. Drake love him some underwater. Yo, I, lo beats. I love the sound. <laughs> Every time I go to a studio with uh, with an artist, be like, "Yo, fam, can you give me the underwater <laughs> thing?" <laughs> <laughs> So that that's a request, like, oh, you from Toronto, so you can give me that. Sound? You can give me that underwater. Yeah, some, you know, sometimes even like today, people like are going to session. People, I play them a bunch of beats. Like, yeah, this is cool, but like, I'm looking for that Toronto, Toronto sound. Mm. Like, I'm like, what does You're that like, even mean, yeah. now, bro? <laughs> but like, I guess that's like the weekend Drake, like yeah. that that. that but there's also there's also well, a now sound. It's so eclectic, sorry. Yeah. But then there's also a sound with the rappers too, like mm -hmm. like a lot of these times when I'm on, say Apple Music's like rap life playlist, right, and. I'm just going through it. I'm not even paying attention to like what songs. And then all of a sudden this new song comes on and this rapper, I don't really know, but I know for sure. They're He's a Toronto from man. Toronto. Mm -hmm. like, Cadence. Cadence. Yeah, it's you just the way that they sound. <laughs> well, the, you couldn't be able to tell that in the nineties, right? Like no. you could only tell that by the beat, which is so interesting how that flipped. Mm -hmm. Like back in the day, you hear a Toronto beat five seconds in. You're like, that's, that's Toronto, man. That's yeah. soccer. Well, what was the Toronto beat back in the day sounding like? Um, funky very jazzy but hip-hop old boom but i feel like it was yeah. a mix of like that 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 jay dilla detroit mm. i heard a lot of those brother, type of beats slum from village, toronto before you know what yeah. i mean that yeah. sound like slum big, village oh like, that's slum toronto. Vill that was a toronto thing <laughs> yeah. where they love they would mix a bit of the uh the detroit sound with the new york sound and like it's like those are the two ends of the spectrum and a lot of horns between a lot of horns but oh, like yeah. I remember the, <laughs> a lot of horns back in the right? day man so i but then i remember like bet came to canada and they were just like oh this is what we're supposed to be doing and then that sound disappeared and he tried to like mimic like 
anything that sounded like fucking the diplomats. Well, that had a lot to do with um, just us finding our identity as a city too. When Drake, you know, went out there, like Drake wasn't, this is the thing that people don't understand. Drake, when he first started out, was trying to sound like an American, like as much as possible on tracks. And yet just having someone there that's from Toronto gave us the confidence to be ourselves, which is weird because it's not like it was after um cardi if you're reading this it's too late that's when toronto slang started popping off and everybody's like proud of that and mans are saying it in songs yeah it started from just drake being out there a toronto man's out there okay like we can say this we can say this Mm -hmm. we can say this and it, it like i was saying it's crazy how it's flipped now where you hear a beat and you cannot tell if it's made in america south america wherever right but you know from the first moment a man comes on the track as a Toronto man. Even in the in the way some of these, especially like the underground artists, um, how they flow on the beat. Like they talk about F- Blueface not knowing the beat. A lot of Toronto mans <laughs> do not know where the beat is. But there's a thing to that that becomes very Toronto where a lot of men start sounding like they don't know where the beat is. But now it's become like this sound that's just strictly ter- I hear it in London too. Yeah, in UK mm-hmm. drill, in like the that, UK too. Like that shit is part of it. It's that's like there's an the, extra kick there. It's like yeah. there's an extra beat it's that's that just off, not it's there. It's that offbeat rhythm that's yeah. just like yeah. delayed almost, but they do it purposely. It's like they put too much words in the bar. Mm-hmm. 100%. <laughs> they put too much words in the bar. It's like that one extra word, but that one extra word is what makes you go, that's a Toronto song right there. <laughs> like, yeah. I've do you ever, that so many Do times. you ever hear that? And like being such a trained, like, musical duo where everything's on beat you're just like ah, that was off beat Yo, this is the thing though sometimes like i don't know if it's done tastefully or mm-hmm. just because they don't know the rhythm because mm-hmm. ah. that's a common mistake rappers make when they're new they can't catch the beat yeah, yeah. so i'm like it's cool like if you do it like Purposely. tastefully yeah. but like honestly with some of these rappers i think it's just because they can't catch the beat yeah, yeah. <laughs> like dead ass and just because they keep doing it it becomes their style now mm-hmm. That's exactly fuck. like we kind of normalized like so many of that rapping. yeah, yeah. Bro, bro. so is that, that is that me where do you go uh blue blue face, blue face. Yeah. i kind of i'm not a big fan of the off like the off beat thing because like we used to treat timing as a skill yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Especially as a piano yeah. piano player. Like, like yeah. the, the yeah, rappers used to rap all day super fast just so they could catch rhythms. Yeah. You know, yeah. perfect it. Now, it's all about I mean, vibes and feels. The offbeat rapping works for me because... It depends. If it's like, West Coast offbeat rapping, it, I can I'm saying it with works it. for yeah. me yeah. when only I'm trying to perform beat. their song. <laughs> <laughs> it I'd only be works for me it if it's a West Coast. If it's a West Coast beat, I'm with it. E-40? Yeah, exactly. Like... At first, I was like, I'm not with this. But then when I went to the Bay and I heard people and I saw people get down on it, I'm like, no, no, there's something about this. There's something just, about that beat. Mm-hmm. You know, it just works, right? What's that kid, the, that chubbier short kid from Toronto? That Norm. Smiley. 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 Yeah. Like, there's times. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Uh, but sometimes he'll be on the beat. I'm like, it's so off, but it sounds so sick. Like, I like it. I like when I hear that when he when he doesn't catch it. But then it's. It's his voice and just like the persona that I'm like, okay, yeah. cool. And I guess mm-hmm. that's why Blueface gets love because it's his persona. I don't really care about his uh, his ability. That song or just, him being I just, a, that song just a, a crip. 
You know yeah. what I mean? Or something. That song just knocked. I don't know what it was. <laughs> there was something about it that just said, yeah, this is the one. And but like, you can't really do that. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. With melody. Like, do you know any RB artists that can sing off tune and be like, yeah, that works? Yeah, see, this thing with singers for the most part, like. Never I'm not gonna lie, singers in the studio are picky as shit. Mm. Like rappers, they they only like doing one two takes and they're done. Of course, singers, of course, because they're lazy. They do it over and over yep. and over. I'm like, they want the perfect take. This is the thing, because of technology nowadays, I'm not even looking for the perfect take. I'm looking f- for like the best like emotional performance. Because mm. fam, I could adjust. Th- th- <laughs> let's let's be real. In 2020, if you're not using auto tune, you're not really in the industry. So I can uh, be an artist, is what you're saying to Joe. me right now. No, even, even if you can sing, like we're correcting it. How like, much is an yeah. auto tune mic? Like a really good one. <laughs> no, you just buy literally a plugin. How? And that's it? Yeah, yeah. I think <gasps> it's like 20 bucks a month subscription to buy. <laughs> I'm about Yo, to be an artist for 20 a month. We got to send him that, that freaking <laughs> thing. Oh, yeah, I'll auto-tune continue. that and make that yep. uh, harmonize. Nice. nice. Yo, they have that too. Yo, you can create harmonies and get one take to do the harmonies for you. Alizzo is what? not liking this at all. See, I'm so mad <laughs> because you can play okay. the flute. <laughs> I'm so mad because I, I thought that was always like going into studios and hearing people do their thing i'm like here let me help you out with the harmonies and i and i like coach people on their harmonies but now you don't even need that no more you just definitely i prefer that over like the machine generated harmonies yeah but yeah damn but you yeah, can generate you do that harmonies? shit now bro can you make me into an artist that was my goal <laughs> as an eight-year-old little girl me and alicia honestly and to make it as an artist now yo you need that marketing budget like you really do that's all it is now marketing so yeah. let's put together the Marketing. budget. We're going to wow. start it off. The album's going to be called Biracial Girl. <laughs> yeah. And we're just going to make this money. She's biracial. Ooh. It's going to be the remix. biracial girl. <laughs> and everybody's going to fucking hate me. Like, they hate Mulatto. No, but you're saying biracial. You're actually, like, putting it out there, you know? <laughs> you're like, this is it. So is she. But she ain't We'll call it black and white. Okay. <laughs> make oh it even guys. more literal. Um, if you can help me, just you know, I'm here. No, I got Open. you. I got you. <laughs> something we'll figure that, out the money. <laughs> something that isn't black and white. MJ versus LeBron. Oh, he's won his fourth ring. No, nah, it's just three Yo. and a half. It's a three point no, five. We're doing that. Yeah, he's a 
half court of champ, no. baby. He's no, a no, half no. court of champ. Yeah, everyone had a chance to play in the bubble, bro. Listen, the <laughs> only norm who doesn't watch basketball would say that. Yeah. What are you talking about? You don't I, watch ball. I, I make I made fun <laughs> of Kobe and, and, and Shaq for winning you with, during never, the lockout. And like, you didn't watch ball, probably. What are you talking about? I watch ball all the time. Did you watch ball this bubble? Of course I watched ball. Stop lying, man. All right. You watched ball. You watched probably three listen, ball I, games. Listen, okay. Max. <laughs> all Raptors. <laughs> just let me make fun of LeBron James. And I'll let it. Listen, right? I'll let I it just, I, just like, I just like the fact that like the people that love LeBron and call him the GOAT. You know, the Bronsexuals yeah. get so mad at the Lil's thing. They I'm get so like, mad. Let me throw this little 3.5 rings this is the thing though yo. I didn't grow up watching Jordan I grew up watching Braun I hated Jordan too okay I didn't care what? for Jordan I wanted to see Charles Barkley win okay are you hearing this yeah. what is happening I don't Listen, know bro. not everybody he wasn't he the one man. that was going off on the Jordan documentary like <laughs> this man was like Mr. Oh Charles God, fucking like, Barkley over here no I I, I, He's I the just bald say, one, okay? Let's let, 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 leave it to, to intern. Listen, to, man. To vouch for I, didn't, I, I never liked going <laughs> for the people that were expected to win, okay? I already knew Clearly. Jordan was great. I knew Kobe was going to win. Clearly, you picked I the know guy that gets no rings. Win. I just want to see other people get a chance. Oh I was gosh. so happy when I saw Garnett and, and, and other the big people three people get a chance. I loved seeing Detroit win. You know what I'm saying? I hate I, that shit. I like seeing other people mm-hmm. win that you don't expect to I win. I like underdogs winning. I will agree with that. I love a good Cinderella story. It would have been dope. If like, Miami wouldn't it be won. so sick if Miami won? No, it would have been so laughing sick. at LeBron. Like, ha! This is the thing. I'm not a LeBron. Listen, I'm not a LeBron championer. Like, I'm I not a diss LeBron wagon. at every fucking occasion I can get because of what he's done. To, only because of what he's done to, to Toronto. No other reason. If we, if he never shitted on my team for years and ruined our chances. I'd have no qualms with, with LeBron. I just don't like I've been watching him since I was in high part. school. Look what the cat drive did. So mm-hmm. it's like I can I can still acknowledge that and give the man his respect. I have to do that. He's thirty five years old. Now in the real world, that's not old. In sports world, that's like 130. <laughs> like do you, the things that he's doing while players that were in conversation of being as good as him, if not better, when they were the same age, younger in their prime. Yeah. And all those guys are gone. D Wade's gone. Melo's tail end of his career. Bosch is gone. The list goes on. There's so many guys that. We're supposed to beat like LeBron or be the LeBron stopper, but or they were like all star qualities at the end of the day. But like Hall of Famers, he's still fucking going. Du- like, Dwayne yeah. Wade is a Hall of Famer, mm-hmm. and he's gone. <laughs> LeBron's still out here driving to the basket, getting contact, and dunking. In the air. that's not normal. It's In not normal stuff. I just watched Dwayne Wade last season get hitched on a dunk. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It's like there's a there's a vast difference. So I gotta give him his respect because that that's not made in the season you watch. That's not God given. That's hard work. Yeah. We're talking about someone who puts two to three million dollars into his body every off season. When 1. you're putting 5. three million dollars into your body every off season. These are the results. <laughs> when, when, you can, when you focus your energy on what you do, and what I also like about it is 
LeBron's not showing you I'm doing all this work in the offseason. Because I want to know what the fuck he spent $2 million on. I, the only thing I've ever <laughs> seen LeBron really show was this one time he's on a me- he's on this big, you know, the bouncy balls, the mm-hmm. big ones in the gym. And he's on it on his knees, right? Bouncing on it on his knees. So you know how hard that is already. Yeah. On top of that, he has his arm out and he's holding this rod. And the rod on both sides is metal. You see it's metal on both sides. And they press this button. And both rods just start like waving opposite ends. And he's holding it, staying, maintaining his balance and just tightening his his core. core. Just all core. And he's staying like perfectly still on it. I'm like, that's not normal, fam. Mm. Like, (laughs) that's not normal for a human being. And like, the the amount of players where you see so much video. Remember Mello? Hoodie Mello? Oh, yeah. You remember Hoodie Mellow? Mellow, Olympic Mellow. Oh, every Mellow. How many versions we gonna get? Every offseason, there's some different Mellow. There's a new training Westbrook's doing, Harden's at this gym and that gym. And you're seeing all these players do all this shit. But we don't even know LeBron. And you don't see what LeBron's doing. And then he comes into the season and dominates every year. You're talking about someone who's missed the finals once in, what, 10 years? Yeah, Yeah, first time. Like, that's nuts. So like, is he your goat? Bill Russell <laughs> did some shit like that. Well, he did way better than that. But that's in a time where you're the only black guy dominating these like little white teams. boys. <laughs> There's like seven teams. Yeah. Like, so it, he's doing this against guys who have all the resources he has. It's, it's nuts. And like, I got it. He's in my top five for sure. Um, he's definitely not beating Jordan or Kobe. Yeah, because just I have Kobe's a biased thing for he's me. He's your number one. He's, he's your goat. Yeah, I don't doubt that. Don't you, how old are you? I'm 23. Yeah, yeah. yeah. LeBron's your sure. goat. Drake's your goat. <laughs> LeBron's your goat. Yeah, Drake's not my goat. Ah, who's thing. your goat? Who's your goat? Yo, your Nas goat? is my all-time favorite. Let me let let me. Change the music because it's not. <laughs> yes! Oh. Nas? Nas, bro. Oh. <sighs> Thank you. Thank you, Francois. Yo, I unapologetically. Yo, where's Wonder Girl? <laughs> this is an Asian thing for sure. No, man. I don't texted him before he got here. He was like, "You have to say who your favorite rapper is." Oh my god! Definitely not. Have we ever had somebody say Ja Rule yet? Yeah, we have. Like one. Per- well, not, not not favorite rapper. Just not like chosen. Rapper, but like you have yeah. to choose between the two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we've had chosen we between had. Nas and Ja Rule. What? Very real, very real. See, this is the thing, and he always forgets the argument. Both of them forget the argument I all know, the time. I know the, argument. the argument is not who's better. I already know Nas is better. It's it's obvious, <laughs> painfully obvious. My thing is, people say Nas and don't know why they're saying Nas. They don't listen to Nas. They listen to Ja Rule more. They like more Ja Rule songs, but they know they're supposed to say Nas. Now, I'm talking about just casual hip-hop yeah, fans, yeah, yeah. not like actual yeah, yeah, yeah. in the dirt. Casual fans know they're supposed to say Nas. Like, if I said, who's better, um, Eminem or, let me see, who's someone I could pick? Nelly. You're supposed to say Eminem. 
I'm picking Nelly. Suck yeah. my dick. Like, I have way yeah. more fun to Nelly songs. I, definitely I listen to Nelly. Nelly songs more. But it's the simple fact of who are you going to say to try to impress me or, or impress everyone else in the mm -hmm. room? And it's that, then I call you out every single time. He's been there. Every single time someone says Nas and they're just doing it to pretend like they know hip-hop, I'm like, all right, give me your favorite three Nas songs. They'll give you the, the single every time. They won't know the lyrics. Mm. <laughs> and they can't give you their favorite bars. Listen, I'll tell you three Backstreet Boys songs faster than I'll tell you three Jodeci songs only because Backstreet Boys was shoved in my face for five years straight. That doesn't right? mean anything, though. Then you would when not more, say Backstreet Boys. You would you would say who was shoved in your face the most. But I would know there's. I would be able to name their songs faster than I would uh, One Twelve. Not if you're not if you're saying more. One Twelve is better. Not if you're saying One Twelve is better. You can't do that because you wouldn't be able to back it up. Like how could you back it up if I you didn't know this? I song? guess it's relatable to the fact that I'll, I'll be like, hey, obviously. But I guess that argument goes along with me saying charles barkley i like charles barkley better even though we all know jordan's supposed to be better no it doesn't uh, go with right. it at all because <laughs> i actually know both of them <laughs> and, I can, and i can tell <laughs> you, you charles barkley is not better than michael jordan well you could say nelly's not better than eminem or vice versa but he like isn't we, we all know <laughs> right he isn't well, they're gonna say eminem first right everyone's gonna know that they're gonna say michael jordan first but i'd rather jo charles barkley only because i liked him as a personality but that's not making sense because given when you say ja rule and nas most people are just gonna go nas because he is a cool if they said just jordan because they know they're supposed to say jordan <laughs> but can't tell me how many mvps jordan's got how many championships he won what years he played what team he played for then i'm just gonna be like fuck you like i i don't care what your opinion is if you can't back it up if you can't tell me why that's your opinion it's not your opinion you're regurgitating some shit and I'm going to call you out. Well, <laughs> just because somebody knows Ja Rule songs over Nas songs because they've heard it on the radio more often, that doesn't mean that they think Ja Rule's better. That just means they've been exposed to Ja Rule more via, via you know, And that's radio. a fact. And that's a fact. So mm. live in that. <laughs> so don't so, lie and say Nas when you can't back it yo, up. My don't only issue with that. Nas is like, yo, this guy picked some pretty bad beats. As a producer, of course, you, you're gonna be. That's like, the only why people don't know him because this guy picked bad beats. They ain't trying to play that on the radio, bro. Yeah, I, I feel you, man. I feel you on that. I, I still like Nas stuff. better. I bring up the other but stuff. That's, that's, that's it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, please don't say it. <laughs> So you Khalees. say not so not not since you're LeBron. <laughs> yo, like basically not like like my LeBron, bro. Yeah. Okay. Like yo, if you yo during the Jay Z beef, I was riding for Nas. Yeah. Like, I'm picking Nas every time, bro. Wow. <laughs> Ethan, bro. Oh, horrible decision. <laughs> Jay Z's the one that made the song that made people go, yo, call call each other, please, please. Yeah. And mom picked up the phone like Jay Z, enough. <laughs> Leave that young man alone. <laughs> Nas, oh man, Francis got lukewarm. I'm so bad. So <laughs> oh, he mad. He I'm mad. So he took it personal. I'm so bad. <laughs> it's I'm okay. So yeah. Who's your, who's your top? Then? got freeze. Huh? Yo, who's your goat rapper then? Oh, top of the goat list. rapper for, like top of all time, Jay Z. No question about <laughs> it. I can see how you come came up with that. Longevity, bars, execution, human, <laughs> human being. <laughs> you know, one cheats, one beats. 
You know, you <laughs> see, that's a good argument. You, but you know, saying Ja Rule is a stupid argument. No, it isn't. It's a dumb argument. No, it isn't because I don't just listen because, to Nas. Just because, see, and, and that's, that's why. how it's like, I don't listen to Nas. So why so would I say Nas? Exactly. I've listened to that's Nas like, and you, I do not listen to yeah, Nas. That's as like much you as listening ja to Bubba Sparks more and be like, ah, Bubba Sparks is better than Nas. Because I if listen I, to him. Yes, if I like one song. Both, but you know Nas is better. I know Nas is the better rapper. Yes. I don't know him as the better musician. Like the better song maker. I'll put it that way. The better yeah. song maker, I don't think he's a better song maker. I enjoy Ja Rule songs more than I enjoy Nas. In term of in terms but, of like hit factor, yes. No, just in terms of just a song that sounds good. <laughs> ja Rule the last Nas, Nas album. Fuck yeah. I listened to it. It was good. It was great. But it's not better than put it on me. Yeah. <laughs> it's not better than between that. me and you. It's not better than always there when you call but oh i'm always God. on time this guy watched 106 in park way too much and you watched it way too little moving right along <laughs> <laughs> mj versus lebron <laughs> when jim came on i watched who's your king You're, you said lebron i said lebron you said lebron MJ versus LeBron? Yeah. yeah. Well, we gotta know you're picking MJ. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He's picking Charles Barkley. MJ versus LeBron? Barkley. When MJ was being called the goat, I was like, my uncles would always talk about Kareem. So I'd be like, oh, okay, cool. Kareem's probably better. Because Jordan why. hasn't met. I get that argument. That yeah. I get that argument. Now, now that Jordan's the goat, and I'm like, wait till this guy, uh, LeBron, wins next year, and then I'll, be, I'll give it to him. That's well, this it. is my thing, right? Basketball is, sports in general is just so subjective, especially with all the awards you get, because yeah. you can have great the numbers and lose, like Kobe did to Nash two years in a row, yeah. and do more for your team. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, end up getting to actual championship yeah. um, and not win. And now that accolade, because it's not there when you're retired. It doesn't add up on your stat, your whole stat padding sheet. It doesn't so look it doesn't, as good. It doesn't look as good, yeah. Yeah. right? Whereas this is the thing with Michael Jordan. It's like you can argue he was snubbed out of two MVPs. Yep. Yes. Um, yes. You he can, won five of six. You won five. What do you mean? MV finals MVP. No, no, no. Five uh, finals MVPs is six, yeah, for six. Six. Six, six for six. Six for six. Six for six, 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 six bro. Don't MVP. ever disrespect. League MVP. Yeah, yeah, MVPs. Yeah, five league MVPs. Missed out on possibly two, you can argue. Yeah. Right? Where he mm -hmm. had better numbers than the person yep. that won. Charles won that one year. Charles won yep. one year. Yeah. Charles <laughs> won <laughs> show one. Man, like Charles Charles Charles. Won. <laughs> and I think maybe Carl Malone, I think, stole the other one. Yeah, I think yeah. Carl Malone we stole the other one yes, like 97 yes, and 98. Season, right? And that's when he beat him. And yeah, yeah and he yeah. beat him every, three years in a row, two years in a row. Boom, boom. Friggin'. So it's like, you can do that, but then you could also go, okay. Um, Jordan has Defensive Player of the Year, same year as an MVP, same year as a Finals MVP. Mm. Like that's you gotta factor that. But then you go, okay, well James is all defensive team this many years and blah blah blah. But sometimes it's how and when you do it. LeBron James been in the league seventeen years, four and six in the in the Finals, right? He's won four times, lost six times. Mm -hmm. Jordan six for six in eleven years. This is someone who has better stats across the board in less, just scoring. In less time and against he, arguably, th this is the thing, people have all types of arguments on this. Jordan was playing people who weren't as good. Jordan was playing people 
who were as, who were better. And then there's the whole physicality yeah, that you the, have to throw into there. The league, the league. Jordan's at the time. playing against fucking men. Like you're getting beat hand, down. Uh, hand, hand checks. Hand and, checks are and, allowed. And Jordan rules. You know, coming I mean, into the no LeBron, lane, you're getting wiped out. You're getting taught a lesson for dunking on someone. How about there's that's not happening now. There's LeBron rules, but it's like just let him walk and have travels whenever he feels. Oh, you know what I mean? My friend, my Yo, friend went slander. on a whole rant. It was like, anytime, like LeBron just cries about every fucking thing. Like this is my problem with LeBron. Always, it's always been my something. problem. You are arguably one of the strongest people in the league, right? In the fucking world. <laughs> like be real. three million dollars strong. Like, like well, I've seen people like there's those odd moments where someone tries LeBron. And he just turns into that flex mode, like, and no one's touching him. Like, no one's moving him. You're not nudging him, nothing, right? Yeah. I've seen people try to take, like, three men try to take a ball from LeBron at one time. And he just held it like this, like, looking at niggas. So it's like, I know you're unreasonably strong. Yeah. For you to go to the basket, and every single time you miss it, your hands got to go up <laughs> like this. I've never seen Jordan do this. More than twice in a game. And the only time he did it is when he, when he shot it and got made it. <laughs> you know? Jordan's like, oh, only raising his hands, complaining about a foul, probably twice. And after that, he's like, okay, so I got to fuck him up myself. All right, deal. And then he's just go mode. I'm fucking you up myself. LeBron's still relying mm. on the ref. He's still flopping. He arguably is the reason there's a flopping fine in the league now. Ah, yeah. Because no, I blame it on Marcus Smart, bro. Marcus, no. <laughs> Marcus, Marcus Smart, Smart. Is, is a big flopper, huge. But LeBron, they used to call him LaFlop. I don't know if you remember this. I remember it all. I remember it all. used to call him LaFlop because this man, I remember that one replay of someone swinging the ball over across their chest and LeBron just went, like he got knocked in the face with an elbow and just dropped so dramatically. And I'm just like, Bro, you're the greatest player in the world. You don't got a Danny Green that shit. You don't have to shit, do dude. this shit, bro. Like, why Why is this happening? So it's little things like that. And let's not take away Super Team. Let's not take away... Mm. The, people want to talk about Super Team. I'm talking about all, all teams. Every, single, every cool. team he's ever been on, except for the, the first year first, in LA. Yeah. He's handcrafted. No, he had <laughs> one bad, like one or two bad Cleveland teams. Oh, he had like Irene Newble and all those guys. You know what I mean? El Goskis. Yeah, like those teams. Fine, I'll give him that. Those were the years when he made it to the finals, didn't win. Those are the years I got to give him the most props. Yeah, that's when I gave him props too because I was like, yo, he's trying. You know, you're, you're young, you're still fucking taking it to the top. But it was when he joined Miami. And then every year after that, I was like, all right, dude. Yo, but to be fair, your KG and Ray Allen ran away to Boston first. Yeah, I'll to take him away? down. Fam, they couldn't Ray stay. Allen was on his team. <laughs> Afterwards. No, he was on Miami. Yeah, after. Oh, wait, no, after. Yeah, yeah it was after. after. It was after. It was after. Yeah, yeah, it was after. Well, it's because, A, Garnett would never win in the West with Kobe and Shaq there, so they had to. And then uh, Allen wouldn't have won in no, Seattle. No, it was Pau Gasol. It was Pau Gasol. Was that, was that the Pau Gasol? Pau Gasol and Kobe, yeah. That's when uh, KG true, true, and Harrison yeah, yeah. Rondo. But, like, even still, the fact that LeBron had to like team up with all these guys. I feel that also uh, helps in his ability to stay strong his whole career because he didn't have to. 
He was. He never looks like Jimmy Butler at the game of Game Five. At the well, end of Game Five. You know well, this is the thing, right? He doesn't ever look fucking extra tired and extra. That's, that's dead. that money going into the body, bro. LeBron has the most minutes logged. Period. Yeah. No one else above him. <laughs> like he has the most minutes, so it's like that's it's true. not like he's doing that's less true. work. My thing is LeBron is a way better teammate than mm. MJ. When you're talking about like Jimmy Butler is really just a poor man's LeBron. He's a yeah. great teammate. He's not an unbelievable player. He's an unbelievable teammate. He can motivate his guys and create a brotherhood. This is what LeBron, like I tell people this all the time. If LeBron doesn't have a brotherhood on the team, they're not, not. going to do well. Yeah. Last year, that year in LA where they shit the bed, didn't even make the playoffs and he was injured. <laughs> Fuck out of here. No brotherhood. <laughs> Groin injury. That year, I can, you could see it. There's no unity. Even though he tried to, this was those first couple of games where, remember, uh, Kuzma fell down. Yeah. And he's like, don't get up. Your brother's going to help you up. Your brother's going to help you up. If you fall, stay down. <laughs> Yo, halfway through the season, you see LeBron just realizing this ain't, this ain't going to be it. I can't do yeah. it with these young boys. Like, I wanted to prove I could do it with. It's like that guy that tries to um, team up with all the rookies on the team and show the older guys, like, I could beat y'all niggas yeah. with these guys too. Yo, that's what Jimmy did that to was, the Timberwolves. That's yeah. what Jimmy did with the B, the C team uh, in the practice. Brought yeah. the C team and smacked the starters. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like, you're trying to do that, but you, you as LeBron, you need these certain people on your team. Caruso is just Della Vadova. Mm. Um, what's his name? Uh, uh, nah, you can't just KCP, KCP like that. is just J.R. Smith. You go and down they the got J.R. Smith. Go down the list. And they got J.R. Smith. He just gets, he knows what roles are needed. That's why he's going to be like a great coach or a great GM one day because he knows who personality wise you need in the mm, locker wow. room. Yeah. It's not about who yeah. can play this mm. and who can dribble that personalities who do i who's gonna lighten up the room okay i got javel mcgee in here big guy mm -hmm. mad jokes gonna vlog all day cool Wh who can i rely on to throw their body up run through a brick wall if i ask him to caruso okay bet bet i got caruso he'll do whatever i asked him to and he just builds like that cleveland like the teams are just so identical personality wise mm -hmm. it's insane and that's why he's gotten to be where he's at because well, he knows more, he knows about the spirituality of the game more than just the technicalities. Of the I game. feel like that team last year, he was like, oh, this reminds me too much of my first few years in Cleveland. I don't need this. Trust I already me. went through this. Yeah. I'm not going to kill my body. Yeah. I'll spend $3 million a that. year on, on like trying to help these kids get and a ring. Ship them out. Fuck y'all. I'm, I'm taking a break. AD I need one. You know what I mean? Remember LA <laughs> had like four players on the team at one point? Before the season, they and everyone's like, everybody. <laughs> and everyone's like, "Yo, where, who, what are they gonna what do? Like, what's going on?" Then you see the AD signing. After AD gets signed, Jr. Smith, Case, like you just the numbers yeah. is going. I'm just like, once I saw the whole team for once they got Dwight Howard was when I was like, "Yo, well, yo, <laughs> this guy, how many ex starters yo. did this guy sign? Javale was a starter." Uh, Rondo, Rondo starter, Marcus Cousins starter, AD starter, Deion Waiters, Green starter, Waiters starter. Like these guys were all he low ex starters. Loki like helped revive some people's career. Like oh, for sure, high key relevancy with this because who was really thinking about Dwight? 
Nobody. Nobody. That's why Nobody. that video from like, Dwight was so impactful. Like after yes. he won the championship, but he's just like, yo, don't ever give up on your dreams. Don't ever like he's crying. He's just like, don't ever give up. Like no matter what anybody says to you, just keep going. Because let's be real. The, Dwight was basically dwindling away in obscurity. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, LA was like from the tail team end. Team. Mm-hmm. There were the gay rumors. The, the, <laughs> uh, he was on the Washington Wizards. I knew from the jump he wasn't going to fit there, just yeah. personality-wise. Like, you're talking about Bradley and, and Jawa who are yeah. goons. Create a goon Washington's mentality just on too that hard, team. man. You can't send you can't soft Dwight. S- soft Dwight Howard no. on there. They don't want no smiley face He's Dwight literally on. only a goon on the court. Right. It's yeah. so confusing. On the court, he's a bully. Like, I see him throw mans, elbow mans, do whatever he's got to he do. he just never had that actual personality. But he's never had that personality off the court. Do you know who he's engaged to? T. Cooper. Where the fuck did that come from? And apparently it's been years. Yeah. You that didn't know that? That's crazy. No. Because yeah, I don't really like. At the start of the WNBA season, I think um, there was some video that went viral of her. Um, yeah, it went, a, a, couple, a couple months ago. It and went all viral. Were like, Yo, and they're like, what the who's fuck? that black thing with the yeah? <laughs> like, everybody saw the body just bouncing in slow mo. And then all and then of a sudden, there's like more and more videos of talking her. about, oh, maybe if girls look like this more in the WNBA. And I'm like, I was watching more, yeah. You know what? There's actually <laughs> there's like girls at least that 20 look- to 40 <laughs> things in the NBA that look like her. And I'm like, oh. you guys are sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this is the Liberty right here. Yeah, she's fucking married to Dwayne. Yo, and. And it's mad awkward because they started dating when she was really young. Yeah. Mm, that's yeah. the thing. She's 21. And I think they got engaged when she was like 19. And Dwight is like she just got out of college last year. Yo, do the big big man with elephant man numbers. He's eleven. He's eleven years older than her. How many kids he has? He has five kids, five different women. Jesus. And now he has to like fully take care of one of his kids because one of his baby moms randomly passed away. I love how you say that. Has to. Like no, because like there's there were a lot of rumors that he never really took care of his oh, kids. Man. Anyways, right? Like he would maybe financially support them, but never really whatever. Dwight's future. But hmm? they look alike, kind of. Oh my gosh, <laughs> future and Dwight, they could be cousins. And maybe they are. Shit, nepotism um, runs this, co- this this world, man. You never know. <laughs> they got same kind yeah. of voice too. Whoa. Oh man. Whoa. That's true. They Interesting. Similar voices. Yes, similar voices, similar looks, same skin tone, same mustache. <laughs> if, Yo, he dyes blonde, if, he, if he dyes though. his hair blonde, <laughs> <laughs> I can see that happening. Yeah, but um, but yeah, that no. was the most random news that I figured out. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's weird. It is weird. And I was watching her on Instagram live, and she was like, "I can't be on here. I'm gonna get in trouble." But like, she's a big kid, and then she talks to the kid a certain way, and I was like, "I don't." think this is right for you sis i think you need to be like this is with somebody your age dwight was on instagram live Mm -hmm. during the championship in the locker room celebrating with the mandem Fanito was playing chief keith bumping heavy and something happened and i don't know how his text messages appeared on the screen (laughs) their their text messages and Uh. it was like it was looked like just by the, you know, when you you're in, you get the middle of a conversation, so you're trying to do the math on what the first part yeah, yeah, must yeah, yeah. have been, and so it was like she said, so so it must be true then, and he's like, how am I supposed to answer that? 
if I don't know who you talking about. And she sent like a face. Like, you know when girls are being petty? And they're yeah. like, you know the truth. Come on. And so she sent one face like that. And he's like, are you going to tell me? And she sent another face like, ah, ah. And like, are you going to tell me? And it, it just ended there. And I was just like, how did that record though? I don't he must know. Have been it went on recording. the actual Instagram live. It was on the Instagram live video. Everybody was sharing it. I was I shared it yesterday. I was how like, did that what? Happen? How did that happen? And I'm like, oh, it's whoever was recording the screen. It's their text messages. Everybody's like, yo, this T and Dwight are breaking off. It's over. Mads were amped yesterday. (laughs) And they're all trying to slide. And I'm like, that's not how technology works. You can't just just bring your messages on an Instagram live. Like, it's whoever is recording the screen is losing their girl. I was really trying to think, like, what the fuck? How (laughs) does this happen? (laughs) Whoever's recording the screen is losing their girl while recording Dwight Howard on Instagram Live. <laughs> I'm just like, why are you recording Dwight Howard on Instagram Live? You have better and bigger fish to fry. Um, speaking of fish to fry, Cardi and Offset. <laughs> I just, I, she just did a off-the-top jump rope freaking wine on top. Like That was, was horrible, by the way. She yeah, didn't actually land she on She didn't him. land. She landed she on her feet. And, and then, then squatted down. I was I'm like, come like, on. What kind of daggering is that? You got to commit, baby girl. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't want to pop commit. the implants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of implants. <laughs> this guy's a sick nigga, man. Anyway, we're just lost. Her titties. Oh, I knew it. Cardi's? Cardi's she posted titties? them yeah. on Instagram. Yeah. Too. yeah. Oh, really? Herself. By complete accident. Uh, how do you accidentally post that picture though easily 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 post she could have been putting it like she could have offset or like 10 mans in a in a close friends friends, sending it to all 10 mans you never know she she (laughs) doesn't it wasn't wasn't like it was on her feed like if it's feed i'd be like how the fuck that happened (laughs) it's like no i feel like you gotta press next at least three times but insta story that's not hard like if it's your last picture that could be in your pocket and that could happen. No, I've yeah, I've sent posts in my pocket before. Yeah, that could so. be in your pocket and happen, right? So I felt for her. She came on Twitter and she was just like, well, <sighs> what are you going to do? Saw my titties. Yeah, yeah. saw my titties. I was a stripper. I was a stripper, <laughs> so it doesn't really matter. I don't give a fuck. Anyways, bye, y'all. <laughs> and I was like, all right, cool. But, um... Them shit's alright. Shit. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. Well, Everybody she got was them like, redone recent, more oh, recently. You wanna see it? You wanna see the picture? We see the boobies. Oh, Who's man. Should I show you the pictures or should I show them the memes of the pictures? Yo, show the picture, then yeah. the meme. <laughs> the memes <laughs> get hilarious. Here's the picture. They get okay. low-key disrespectful. She looks so fucking drunk. She looks so <laughs> drunk and all over. She got yeah. the Havana Gingers. Havana Gingers! Yeah! Every yeah! Holy New York. Oh, so... I'm oh, so the New York I'm so proud of you. Come on, I'm bro. so proud of you. That's the first thing I tweeted. I was like, Havana Ginger has entered the chat. Because every man was focusing on her areolas and how they're big. I'm like, and now the memes 
Oh my gosh, I'm <laughs> fucking dead. Have begun. Oh, I've seen that one. I've seen that one. It was hilarious. The Monsters Inc. Oh, oh that was the good. Sesame that Nipple Buzz. The, the Egg McMuffin titty um, sandwich. The the Aunt Jemima pancake. Oh my titty. god, the oh pancake god. nipple oh tits. My god. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I was waiting for Alicia's reaction. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh man, that, that, I would put that at the top of a boxing bell ring. You know what I'm saying? Oh. There's so many things you could do. That, that, that's that, New York's pizza slice. That is uh, first of all, I want to talk about this. Do men's really not like big areolas? Man. I fucks with I it. I fucks with it. I fucks with it. I don't it. mind them. Everyone Man's definitely has a preference. Right. Man's I know Mazda literally talk about it, hate like. it. I know Mazda do hate it. Yeah. What? Yeah. They, and they what? They rather but, like a, a small yeah. nip. Yeah. Motherfuckers like that. I'm like, yo, you're not like a real man, bro. Like, yeah, like what real men will just like, will love it all. Yeah, or to an extent, they, they don't discriminate. No, man's <laughs> like that. Man's like that are trying to be elitist. That's what yeah. I find. Mm. They're trying to be pum pum elitist, where it's like. Yeah, I get things, but they're too whatever I say they are, and like this is the ones I get, and th- and they have a uh, a picture in their mind of what is a better looking girl, right? Mm-hmm. And so they try to act like, oh, I only stay within these parameters, fam. Like I don't fuck with girls like that. Like, nah, stop it, cut it out. Yeah. <laughs> like if if a girl if a girl takes off her shirt and she has big areolas, you're not telling her to go home. Fact. You're still sucking them yeah. shits. That's, that's real. Pre- that's, <laughs> like, that's some pretentious ass shit. Like what? A nip- so that nipples in your face and you're not sucking. Like Nicka? no, you are. I'm yamming Cardi's oh, titties. Are you sick? Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Respectfully. <laughs> Respectfully. I'm yamming those titties. Are like, you dumb? I, I had this one girl that had like oval nipples. They weren't even round. They were like, oh, they were ovular. <laughs> ovular. Right. And Great I was like, word. I was like. It's got personality, man. Yeah. It's like cat eyes. Almost, I used to think you know? that mine were big, and then I seen like what b- real big ones are, and then I was like, oh, I think yeah. mine are just normal. <laughs> like, but then you see the little dime ones where it's just like hardly any areola, and then nipple. And to me, I'm just like, though not they're weird, but I'm like, oh, you could have had a bit more. Uh, normally, I, I'm expecting more, you know. Yeah. But hey, man. At the same time, once again, I'm still sucking that nipple. Big areola or not? Oh my goodness! If it's in my face, I couldn't believe I seen niggas way. actually like complaining about that. I, that blew my mind, bro. It blew my mind. I never thought that that was a thing that niggas actually thought about and cared about. But it makes me wonder because you know when you do get breast implants, mm-hmm. like how how do I never knew how women keep the nipple area? Like, do they cut Does around she have it? Do they implants? lift on the bottom? Does she have breast yeah, she implants? Does. She does have breast implants. She got them. Um, she, she got them redone recently because when she originally got them done, they were so trash and they were so like far wide apart. Yeah, oh, okay. and shit. And because again, she did all her plastic surgery when she was really young. Most yeah, most of it at that time. So she got them redone. But um, there's different ways where you can get the implants. So you can get them from underneath. So they hide the scar underneath. You That's can get my them favorite. From like side your, boob. No, but you're from your underarm, your armpit. They can from your nipples. Whatever the, is the worst. And then they can do it from your nipple. From the nipples yeah. is the one I'm not. A there's fan no of way they could have done. Then it you with get her that nipple. line underneath, straight down from the nipple underneath, and it just looks really Frankensteinish, especially like if it's hasn't been a long time but it also depends on like when they got them because i think that they're making new procedures that it's very um like minimal and not as invasive minimal surgery. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah 
now there's ones where it's like they prick you and you won't even. Yeah, really there's got to be a way you like can. There's little ass little stick a little like straw in there, put the know, fat yeah. through. <laughs> I just want a little incision. <laughs> put that straw through, just pump all that fat. Well, yeah, now there's fat transfers. I never knew that there was fat transfers for yeah. titties. Like it's now a thing. Oh, that wasn't like, a thing before. Yeah, no, it was like silicone. They'll take it from like that, that was only from liposuction. Was only yeah, they'll, they'll take it from different yeah, areas the that they want to lose weight into oh, yeah. and shove it instead of like now bashing that fat. Like, yo, can you? Apply that fat back into my boobies. I don't mind. We do this for you. Which is crazy. Captain Titty. He's our hero. My friend, she used to have like these really big titties. So she went and got them reduced. And she's so small. God's blessings. She has huge titties, but she had like no booty. And so she asked the doctor. She was like, so you're taking all this shit. Can you like take it from put it in my booty? And they're like, no, it's different tissue from your titty to like your booty. It's not solid enough to be mm. able to like sustain and sure, have yeah one you, you gotta be sitting part of her, her yeah, you gotta be sitting on that shit all day and just get, you know what i mean it's, <laughs> it's gonna flatten out you see the titty pop out <laughs> to the top of the thigh you're like what your ass is on your thigh oh my god <laughs> ass just start growing a nipple <laughs> you want to titty fuck me on my butt <laughs> <laughs> I always commend the girls that have titties, like they get their titties done and they look just so natural. Oh, mm-hmm. y'all! There's some that just look like there's some balloons, like or like yeah. freaking mini soccer balls. This or is one girl that I had to tell me. This is one girl I had to mm-hmm. tell me, and I had, one girl made me feel. She was like, "No, these are." I was just like, "No, they're not." She was like, "Yes," and she was just like, "Just feel them too. They feel so soft." Were you guys like, alone? What did the room smell like? <laughs> Yo, this is one girl. To- she had to tell me. I had no idea. I'd even think anything, anything of, it. of it. Yeah. And she was like, "Yeah, my ass is fake. My titties are fake." I'm like, "Wow, how the fuck? Mm-hmm. That doctor is like du- Doctor Dubai. <laughs> it's not Doctor Miami. <laughs> that is Doctor Dubai. That shit is crazy good. Mm-hmm. Like they, it's you get what you pay for. End of the day, majority yeah. of these girls are going to the fucking dr." Or yeah, or they're just not doing their Brazil. research and looking no, at Korea. the work. Because at the end of the day, doctors will do something, and it's usually the same across the board. It looks the same, yeah. right? Whether it's big or small. So it's like, do your research on the clients that he has had or she has had before, and go somewhere that it will be better work. Like, nice. stop yeah, going with like the chicken legs. With the they got Instagrams showing their work. Just take mm-hmm. a look yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> it's crazy forget um yeah no that's that's a wild that's a wild world i don't know a lot of girls don't even factor in all the work they have to do after the surgery yeah like they think oh i just got like this that. and it's just mm-hmm. that's me now like no you're gonna have to lay in bed for a couple of days <laughs> first of all and yeah that's why i could never do like the not be able to move body because <laughs> once i yeah. watch those videos and i see like with the bbls and stuff like that and how i'm just like yo that pain i don't even care that much i really don't that pain that they gotta go through for the like ugh. yeah ugh, i'd be interested in doing some type of like tummy tuck after i have kids now you, you you're Someone I'm definitely getting doctor. my tummy tuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting them, them Drake abs. <laughs> Fra- Francis, you're, you're somewhat of a doctor with these beats. Does anybody, any producers <laughs> ever come to you? No, 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 no. Watch this. No, this is a serious question. I'm not allowing that. No, no, hold on. You 
kind of a doctor with the beats. Now, no, it's <laughs> a real question. Do any producers come to you and be like, yo, can you fix this up? Like, can you help jazz this beat better, make it better? No, real shit. Honestly, yeah. I see what he's trying to do. No. I, see the, I see the vision. I see the vision. Segway is horrible. I see the vision. Oh Listen, God, all right? You're not the only one that can do segways, okay? This might not have been the best one, but I'm just it's trying to get back segway. to Francis because he's here, and I want him to speak up too, okay? Speaking of medical work. Uh, <laughs> do you, speaking of titties. Like, hey, would do you have a woman's plastic surgery? You could have asked that. <laughs> Speaking of plastic surgery, Nicki Minaj. Uh, <laughs> that's what you should have went. Oh, I don't want to talk about it. I just want to know. Because really and truly, like, I know there's some people, like, I've known people that, like, send, like, rich kid a beat. Can you be like, you touch this up, bro? Or, like, whatever. Can you yeah, throw yeah. your drums on here? Did anybody come to you and be like, yo, man, my shit needs work. Can you make my, can you grow, make these tits look better on this beat? Yeah, make this Literally pop. all the time, bro. <laughs> people, idiot. like, send me music <laughs> all the time. Like and like, sometimes they expect me to be like to fuck with it so much. I'm gonna take it and like flip it and shop it out, send it to whoever. I'm like, bro, you got work to do. Yeah, you gotta be. It gotta be to a certain point for me to like fuck Jump with in. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you tell them ever if it's not at that point? Oh, every time I do. I do that shit. <laughs> now you I do that shit live on my Twitch, bro. <laughs> so I was like, oh, every time. Nah, this is. Yo, not sometimes I don't even get through the first ten seconds. I hear one thing that's that's like. Oh no, that's me. Like, like, like naughty. I'm like, yo, you need to, you need work, fam. Listen, I feel like we're in, <laughs> and uh, like, tell me if I'm wrong. I feel like we're in a time where, first of all, we've consumed like so much music, and we can consume so much more music than people back in the day. Right? percent. We have access to way more music. We have more music knowledge. We know more about the studio. Like, I'm talking about the common person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Hundred percent. With all that being said, do you think it's fair that people can do first listen assessments of an album? Because I feel like a lot of that whole argument of people just listen to the album one time and make snap judgments and blah, blah. I feel like that, that argument, I'm not going to say no longer can no longer exist, but I feel like it's fading out. Mm-hmm. because of the knowledge that we've gained um and the amount of music we're privy to now mm-hmm. do you think that that's fair honestly i am guilty of making a, uh assumptions after the first listen mm-hmm. i'm not gonna lie like i do that a lot with a lot of new albums but i feel it's because like we get in music so fast thank you everyone's pumping out new music exactly and to be honest a lot of people are just making music for now mm-hmm. they're not thinking about the future they nope. don't care if you run that album next year they're not making a lot of people are not putting the time in to make a good kid mad city or some facts, shit. Yeah. Facts. We're just trying to get, yo, can we get on the billboard? Because they're not even week? writing. <laughs> you exactly, know what I mean? Like bro. they're just running in the booth and freestyling for an hour, mm-hmm. taking the best four yo, minutes. Honestly, not even, an hour. not even an Half hour. Not even an hour. Half an hour, take the best what? four minutes, and boom, that's it. Yo, one of the like, punchings, Norm. It's yeah, the world punchings. we live in, brother. Punching world, man. Yo, this is the thing. Like this is the process. Sometimes let's say I throw on a beat. Like all right, first take, rappers is gonna go mumble just to get the flow, flow of it. then he'll fill in the pockets of the flow he'll yep. be like yo what words am i kind of saying when i'm mumbling wow i'm like oh i said papa perk all right this line's gonna be papa perk then because it sounded my mumble sounded like perk wow that's crazy and i but i've always i admire the first part of that songwriting process where like 
you do mumble yeah a flow that's or, a natural idea yeah like, you know what i mean because I, f- I see even singers do that like khaled all the time yeah. khaled does th- khalid Khal- khalid, 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 khalid yeah he does that where he'll hear a song and he'll just start murmuring yeah, and make a, a melody to it yeah. and then fill it in with words afterwards mm. and i like that because yeah. then you're it's like you're going with a feeling and that feeling that first feeling is usually the right feeling right mm-hmm. especially 100%. if you're talented at what yeah. you do um and so yeah like you said we're consuming so much music now i feel like our brains are rewired yeah. in a cer- certain way where it's like we we got to compartmentalize albums and be like okay that was good for this i'll put it over here and i listen to it when i need this you know what yeah, i mean yeah, yeah yeah and so with that you have to kind of make judgments a little quicker and there's been times where there's songs i didn't like at first where later on a couple weeks down the road i like it all of a sudden yeah, yeah yeah but i feel like that's more so to do with experiences than the actual song and how it sounds mm-hmm. like i could be going through something one week that is completely opposite of a song that i don't like and the following week i'm going through that and i like yeah it. you know <laughs> what i mean like so yeah. i i think with the whole first listen thing i think we're all valid in saying what's good and what's not yeah like because mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. in the day like even as a creator i'm trying to captivate you off the jump exactly you have i'm not to. gonna be like i'm gonna make this beat so when they listen to it for the fourth time they're gonna be like <laughs> exactly. Yo, Sam, but that's the thing you exactly. have to like our attention spans are just so low now, yeah so it's like you 100%. have to figure a way to like hook them within yeah. the first 10 seconds yeah you made me like laugh because i thought about it do you know who bearline is yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the A and R, the VP of A and R at um, Def Jam, I think, or not Def Jam, Atlantic. Interscope, Interscope. I don't remember like what that. label. She's in one of the labels. Exact, she's like yeah, up there. but she goes on, inst- especially during the quarantine, she would go on Instagram Live and have these days and like allow these artists to come on their Instagram Live and play a music or like sing a song, mm-hmm. rap it live for her, and like she just be trying not to cut up so much she'll be there she'll just move the camera down and you know she's like laughing and she's like a bronx girl so think of like cardi b she literally sounds and like could be potentially related to cardi b right (laughs) and um she's just there like nah 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 you gotta go you gotta go so like when you saying within 10 seconds you're calling them out i was just like shout out to you guys to do that because a lot of people would fake it and be mm-hmm. like yeah this is okay but yeah maybe we meet need more people who are do, honest definitely. and being like nah dude this ain't I did this that. ain't slip but flat. i did that with ron diaz oh, you know ron yeah. diaz you guys I know ron diaz? ron diaz i was in a car with ron diaz one day and ron played he's like yo i got these new tracks this one is heavy rapping oh when toronto that's all i gotta say <laughs> you're dumb so he's playing me some music right yeah. and i was just Ronnie! like i was in the car he's playing me the music and i'm just i turned to him like midway through the first song he's playing me and i'm like do you think that this is like the best song you've ever heard and he's like no nah, this is like just one of those ones you know i'm like then it's i don't no. know i I don't know what you mean. <laughs> like, he's like, you know, like you just do some songs where it's like, you know, maybe might it might make the album. Might now nah, I'm like, nah, I don't know. I don't know that emotion. I don't Would know what you scrap. mean. <laughs> like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And I'm like, why are you doing songs if you 
don't believe in them. Like, why is yeah, why are you facts. even showing me the song if you don't believe in it? Yeah, yeah. Are you, you trying to approval. hope I believe in it so I can co-sign something you don't <laughs> essentially even want to do? Yeah. He hopes that he's you see something he doesn't. Yeah, which <laughs> that's a lot of creators. You know what I mean? Like, I especially when you're um, you're starting out, you're fresh. A lot of it's insecurity. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many things that you make that you you're like it could be sick. And mm. it's up to the people to decide that later on, right? Yeah, end of the day, yeah. So it's like, I, with me, mm. I know there's so many things I've created that ended up being classics that I was like, at first I was like, I fucking hate this. Yeah. Like, this is going to be horrible. Mm -hmm. What if they don't get it? What if they don't understand what I'm trying to do, yeah. right? So I get him showing to you, but when you tell me at the same time, like, I don't believe in this. Like, I believe in all my work. I believe in it. As other, if other people receive it in a good way, that's amazing. But first, I believe in it. You know what I mean? Do you run into a lot of artists that are like just going through the motions? Like, do you think that every artist that you work with is trying to be the best? Or are they just, are a lot of them, would you say the majority of them are there for the check? Um, you could definitely kind of tell like who's in what position by like how passionate they are in the studio. Some artists have been in the studio; they don't say a word to me. Oh. But like they'll just sit in the back, or whatever. But one time I was I was in the studio with Trav. Like he didn't really talk to me, but you could tell he was just so passionate. Where he was in the zone, just working hard. Yeah. Like, you could tell like who really everybody cares has about their own craft. process, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like the artists that like seem to be involved in the production and all of that, like. They put out great product because they put in the time, the work, they care. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like they really think like this is the best shit. Like they're trying to make the best shit every time. And that's Ron now <laughs> in the acting sphere. Like he complete after that, after I spoke with him, I think he made another song. He made another song made about <laughs> me speaking to him, which was really dope. It was called Marlon's Intro. And after the, he did like i think it was like a three song ep it was that song and like two other songs he just completely went like full on with the acting stuff and like he's been killing it killing it, killing it yeah, ever yeah. since you know what i mean and you could see the passion there like you're, you're not talking about someone with uh an obsessive personality where like he picked up one thing saw the really shiny toy wanted to play with it because he saw other people playing with it it's like he grabbed the hold on to like we started doing the youtube videos and he was rusty, but he wanted to get better. He kept on asking me different things to get better. And I'm just like, yeah, I didn't see this approach when you were doing the music stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? And like, yeah. then he went on to just doing his own channel and joining Latoya for a bit. And like, he actually taught me how to edit um, using Final Cut. Yep. He, he learned Final who, Cut. He came over to my house and he helped me like film a skit and i was just like this is not for me but we did it anyways <laughs> yeah and then he showed me like how to edit it and stuff like that so yeah shout out to Ron. yeah and he bought tons of equipment and and gathered other like-minded people and started creating short films and and mm -hmm. different little video stuff so like it, it's it's very interesting that there are so many people who are willing to go through the motion when it comes to art yeah. isn't that weird yeah. it's just like, like some people think that they're supposed to do certain things or mm. they do it just because mm -hmm. it's like oh Other that could be cool that would, yeah. that would be fun Facts. that could Facts. make me some money whatever the case may be but like when you actually tap into what your purpose is for like ron his purpose seems to be Filmmaking. within film yeah. and it's like once you do that you see your dedication just mm -hmm. goes up Way yeah more yeah. and you're no longer just going through the motion and mm -hmm. like just trying to do shit just Facts. to do shit it's just Yo. so weird when it comes to 
art mm-hmm. i feel like i feel like that's something you do in a cubicle mm-hmm. like you know what i mean like you go through the motions at Foot Locker, not making music yeah you know what i mean like that's so weird like how many of your friends started producing after you did, like got your first really <laughs> big placement how many bands were like yo i got fruity loops yeah, a lot of people started <laughs> producing man like just not even maybe my friends but just people around you yeah know? like yo that's even as fl got easier and easier oh, to download yeah, yeah. you know yep but like this is how i kind of like weed out like the artists that are serious and not like i you know how producer charge fees for beats and shit like oh yeah if you're dope i'm down to work with you for whatever regardless you of if you're sick or not but i'll tell you about the fee yep to see how about it you are mm. if you're willing to pay me five ten thousand or one thousand however much yeah. money you got oh okay i could see you're in it yeah. but some people fam they want to do music but then once you tell them yo this costs that much they're like the ah. stop they're like i don't I'm know about get that back to yeah. you. i'm gonna holler at my team i'm gonna holler at my team is the funniest mm. joint ever you don't have a team <laughs> it's your mom and yeah. your boy <laughs> but my team yeah you could be at any level like that's the test let me put right on there. an instagram p- poll <laughs> <laughs> that's my team that's my team my followers Holy and like shit. yeah i just throw that out just to see how serious they are because like yo fam if you're dope and you're like you're broke but you're willing to give me all your money fam i might just give you the beat yeah i was trying to see if you were fucking down no i rate it i rate it I, we talked about that with freelancing like when it's something we don't want to do mm-hmm. quote that bitch high yeah. <laughs> until it's a, <laughs> at a price of which now i want to do it <laughs> not because i want to do it but, but that, that money looking good mm-hmm. you know what right. i mean and like it's 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 different when it comes to your passions like the things you're willing to to sacrifice like if it's something that like if uh nike hits me up about an event they want to fly me to if they say they can't pay me shit fly Mm. me out i don't care (laughs) (laughs) like i love nike (laughs) you know what i mean but if adidas doing that shit i might stay home i need some but i need a rack or something also really sucks in general i hate when people do things for free when they should be charging mm. because then it sets the precedent yeah, of yeah. Just yeah. Like, for other freelancers well this person would do it free so i'm just gonna work with this person because they do it for free instead of going with the people that are really good or who are probably better than that person and actually paying them more times it shows though it shows more times it that shows, they went with yeah, the cheaper exactly, option. exactly exactly you could you could always tell because it's like for example for like something like that where it's multiple people on the campaign mm-hmm. honestly i don't even know if that applies anymore because they be they'll pay one influencer like voluntarily pay one influencer 10 racks and then for the other ones they'll try to either talk them down yeah. or just be like we can include you but it's like it's whatever like so that game is just a snaky game in general it when it comes is. to like agencies and marketing agencies and advertisers like that middle that whole middleman thing it's a trick it's some tricky stuff man it's 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 nasty like if you had a middleman to give your beats you would not be enjoying this as much as you do Probably not. (laughs) you would not because i guess there is a middleman in music bro yeah yeah i guess like not in that sense but like i guess a and artists to me kind of play a well, middleman okay. yeah yeah i can see that because like you know, you're not really the manager you know some more times you don't really work with the artist you're just a high but opinion like, you're asking for my beats but yeah. like they don't really care about what you say <laughs> <laughs> like mm. certain level ones like there's certain a and r's on the 
on the higher end that actually get shit done. But yeah. Mostly like the the ones that work for an A and R that work for an A and R that work. They just want to look like they're involved. Yeah. Or or have things to be say. Yo, I'm involved. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I find a lot of people in music industry are staying afloat however they can. They're like, you have to. Yo, whatever way I can be involved, <laughs> I'm gonna do something like. And it's just, it's just a very odd world. I don't see the security there. Mm-hmm. If you don't latch on to a passion and do it well, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know how people feel comfortable relying on one of their friends to blow up and then I'll be this person or I'll be that guy. Like, you gotta bring some skills. You gotta yeah, serve a purpose. That, like, you gotta serve a purpose that no one else on the team can serve. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, when I, the day, there's gonna be a day that comes where I start losing money. And when I start losing money, I gotta make cuts. Mm. And who's going to be the first person I cut? The person that does something three other people can do. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you're the guy that, yeah, I get his shoes. Why, why are you proud of that? Yeah. <laughs> I get his shoes? <laughs> yeah, I pick up the backwoods. <laughs> like, what? That's, not, that's, a, that's not something that cannot be duplicated very easily. It's, I can get anybody to do one of these things. What? Unless you're Snoop's roller. Unless, well, unless you're Daz. <laughs> like, there's certain... There, I, I feel like when you get into that position, you got to learn something quick. Like, Nico directs music videos now. Yeah. Okay? I, he's not just... Be able just, to evolve. Don't just stick... He's not just drink best got to be able to evolve. Because eventually, say an artist gets to a certain point, and they'll be like, yo, like, why am I really paying you just to have you around? And especially if you bring problems to oh, situations. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're like, the, there's some people that just need to do a gut check and be like, yeah. y'all, like, y'all got to go. Yeah, y'all ain't really yeah. doing anything. You guys aren't elevating me. Yep. Like, the biggest thing is, like, yo, if you're going to, like, eat off of me, like, learn something. Right. So at least can. wash your plate. Yeah. At least wash your plate. It's like a roommate that just, they know they're laid on rent. And they're not doing the dishes. They're not taking out the garbage. It's like a fucking You know child. you're down. Yeah. Like, <laughs> make up for it somewhere. You know, yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. you know you're down. Well, like when I got hired to be, you know, the chef for my show or like when I was working with Riot Club, I was like, man, you could find anybody to cook. But then they were just like, no, but we need your vibe patrol. You need to patrol the vibes mm. too. Because as much as you serve the food and make sure everybody's healthy, like you create it in an a way where everybody, you know, eats like a family and everybody's sitting down. You create together, an environment. And it creates this, a setting where magic happens yeah yeah this. so they're like yeah we need you for that it's not just the cooking so at those points i'm like oh, okay cool i'm not just the fucking servant cooking and serving people it's like no once you serve a, a, a purpose beyond just that one task yeah then that's where you really show your value and you should be looking to enhance whatever is going on around you mm-hmm. like i can't just be in a room with someone like for example, I've been to a studio a couple of times with different people, different producers, different artists, whatever. I can't just sit there yeah. and admire. I'm sorry. I, as much as you brought me here to do that, I'm going to let my opinion be known. But there's always that one person to say back there. Like, yeah. I'm going to say something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I feel like you gotta, you can't be in those spaces and not, especially if you're not the person, not helping to enhance or elevate whatever's going on. You know what I mean? Like, it's just weird that people can just ride the coattails, man. It's and that's why weird. people like Kalani will hook you up and be like, hey, can you listen to this for me? Yeah. <sighs> I didn't flex. It was him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm paying you he on the back, for me. I'm he, giving you the he Barry Howitz squeezed my bicep. <laughs> he squeezed my bicep. I had no choice. Hey, man. Um, just letting people know 
You got fucking Cardi B. <laughs> nipples. How do I become an A and R? <coughs> how do you become an A and R? Yes. I have no idea. <laughs> that, to be honest, that job seems like the most random. Like, I inquired. Oh, what? I inquired about A and R specifically for you. What did they? Hey. What did they tell you? You had to do. And they said that Marlon would be good as an A and R scout because uh. you have a really good ear for like the music, but you wouldn't be good enough necessarily for the whole A and R job because a lot of it is also like legal work like paperwork and shit like that mm. and they're like it's not as yeah no i have I'm not the guy, i'm the guy as i've never met an a and r that has touched paperwork for me yeah or listen i want to be the a and r yeah. that says you guys should collab yeah you would sound good with this person yeah that's what y'all supposed to do that, <laughs> that's, that's the original job that's the original He's, job he is Real angry shit. he is angry <laughs> did you see I that did you see well. that yeah. <laughs> he is angry oh, do your job, <laughs> that is that's what i want to do like i feel like i'm good at that because i don't know man but then also it depends on what market you're on maybe like the american market is a little bit different than the way the canadian ones like at the end of the day music is universal it is music no but we have to be honest the way that american labels operate compared to canadian ones are different oh yeah everything american operates different so it's like maybe american a and r's do get to like really craft the sound but then it also depends on who it is like there's some really dope a and r's mm-hmm. um and i'm sure and a lot of times they get picked up because of who they are yeah. right yeah. and just like how involved they are in their culture so realistically what it comes down to if you ever want to consider it just know the right people and uh, the know the right people paid. comes da- no 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 <laughs> i'm saying know the right people comes down to knowing the people who work in the labels who can yeah. hire you that's all oh, that's what you mean. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I thought you meant like just knowing the artist. No, no, no. And just being like, hey, yo, group text, yo, man, them. No, it has to do with knowing the people that can hire you. No, I would love to paid. be. I would love to be the Andre Harrell of Toronto. Like, I would. That would be great. That yeah. would be amazing. What does NR mean again? Um, artist, artist and representation. Artist and representation, isn't it? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> isn't no, it no, artist and reso- reservations? <laughs> Reservoir A&R. dogs, <laughs> artists and raptors, um, <laughs> artists and artists. So yeah, Cardi B and Offset. Yeah, art, <laughs> artists, artists and repertoire. 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 Ah, repertoire. Ah, let me see your repertoire. Let me see your artists and your repertoire. It used to be that A and R roles were spent their evenings in smoke filled clubs discovering bands and helping them to develop. This is me. <laughs> That's what I said. What? What's now though? Do you know how many people <laughs> I've seen at shows that I'm like, that's Yo, a now star. they just chill at uh, Soho House. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> facts. <laughs> Big facts in Mod Club every once in a while. Um, but yeah, Cardi B and Offset. Are they back? They're or? getting, I don't know what's going are on. They it's, it's are they divorced? Are they This is the thing when you have a child. Yeah. When you have a child and you're going through a divorce, I don't, especially when it's not because anybody did anything wrong. It's, I guess it's, it could be very, confusing but then he put, but he tweeted when your girl from new york while he's doing all the new york dances and i'm like she's still your girl like what is she well doing? he's gonna call her that because he wants her back i think that she's <laughs> yeah. gonna just bounce on that dick whenever she feels yeah, like yeah, it that's and dipped out that's it like you still runs baby the di- show at yeah, this point so sure. mm-hmm. she they're gonna be divorced and she gonna be like guess what i'm still fucking offset and what 
And that's that. Well, She's literally going to do that. Yeah, no, that's definitely going to happen. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> just, she did just, that when they broke up. <laughs> I don't know them. I, I have no idea, you know, personality-wise who they are. But I'm just based off of research in real life. <laughs> like, this is it's just more likely to happen than not. You know what I mean? It's a security yeah. thing. It's uh, it's a compatibility thing. It's a even just a uh, what's that proximity thing? Like that's your yeah. baby dad that you know still wants you, and if Reliable you can't find any dick, dick, you can just yeah. go to that. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, I feel like they're both gonna get what they want, which Offset acts at least to the public as if he wants to be single, and she acts like she's done with the shit so it's like you know what i mean at the end of the day she's gonna have her her happiness or her peace of mind at, at the very least and he'll have his single life while apparently getting his cake and eating it too so really i, I if i was offset i really wouldn't be jockeying to get her back yeah even. do not it seems like you're rock in this, this boat it seems like you're in the space where it's like you have her, but you don't have her. It's a sweet spot, man. That's a real sweet spot that he's in. The only, it's only not sweet if you've been lying to yourself. And you really want And you her. really love this woman. Yeah. And you fucked up. Yeah. Because then I feel super bad for you. <laughs> like, you just got a big-ass uh, Rolls-Royce truck, was it? Yeah. Rolls-Royce SUV for her with a, a, a custom one-of-one one car seat made by rolls-royce mm-hmm. that says culture and then, that says culture then you bought them a billboard culture and cardi uh, in la this big ass billboard for her Thank birthday you. you have your you made sure the man them said take him back take him back you heard that in the, the video man mm-hmm. like take him back take him back so you got so fucking stupid this is the same shit this already happened before like i've already seen this play out with them when so he cheated stupid? on her and she was on stage and he popped up on her fucking yeah, show yeah, yeah, with yeah. the roses or whatever it was and he's in front of it he does the same fucking mm, shit. this one isn't like, so much the same for, he learned his lesson from that moment because i remember even on red carpet too stand to the side after that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so red carpet you'd be like all right there you go baby <laughs> take your pictures take your pictures they don't yeah. want to see me um but no like even in this i feel like he handled it a little bit better then before um because especially with the billboard he could have put himself on there with her mm-hmm. that would have been super like okay come on offset it's a little tacky <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean just like when he you went up aren't and aren't a part of the family anymore it's <laughs> <laughs> like when he went up and interrupted the rolling loud fest so it's like i i don't know i i don't care too much to, it, i don't care that much to even inquire but hey i hope them i wish them both the best um the only person I'm really concerned about is culture. Culture. Because it's a child and that kind of stuff gets I mean, messy. You two would know, you know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, like um, hopefully everything goes goes the way it's supposed to, man. Hopefully Quavo learns from that. Quavo? And, Quavo's in a good spot, bro. Yeah, and doesn't mess it up with Saweetie's. He's not, he ain't messing up anything. He, if anything, their relationship's going even I'm more viral. Boys. Yeah. They're going even I'm more viral. The whole boy, Glacier dog. Boy yeah. shit. I did that oh. to my girl. Yeah. <laughs> you know what happened? I saw a tweet that's it is how like dumb and influential social media <laughs> will, is sometimes. Just for stupid things. I saw a tweet that said if you if uh you didn't get a snowflake in your DMs, you ugly. <laughs> <laughs> right and i'm like my girl might see that 
<laughs> Put the snowflake in the DM. You're so annoying. <laughs> I'm like, yo, let me just jump in this, and I had to switch it up. Obviously, I, I didn't do it. She tried to keep it on script. I was like, I'm taking a shit. <laughs> um, speaking of shit, where should we go with this? Where should we go? There's so much shit. Should we end it on bad shit or like interesting shit? You guys choose. Shit with substance versus just shit? Yes. Shit with stank? What the fuck? Which one? <laughs> substance or stank? I want stank. Alicia? She wants substance. Yeah, she wants substance. <laughs> uh, yo, honestly, I kind of want to hear both. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like, I want substank. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's the episode title now, substank. I normally um, want substance, but I want to end on a stank, you know. <laughs> You love stanky shit. Yeah, you I love that stanky leg. Like, can can we hear the options and then pick? Tori and Meg. And um, the other one, does the substance, is submissive woman. Hmm. Submissive woman. Got it. Yeah. Young Jeezy and Jeannie Mai are dating. Yeah. Um, right. Are they engaged? They're engaged. They're, they're engaged now. Quick. I rate it. Yeah. I rate it. Rich people can do that, though. Like when you rich, they were together for at least a year. Nah, yeah, maybe a year, maybe that's still quick. At least a year. That's still quick, Alicia. Alicia, that's not quick. October, September. I mean, when you get to a certain age, like nah, just do what you got to do. Both of them are old at a certain point in their career. That's horrible. That's horrible. If you're forty and you're rushing into it now, when you're younger in your relationships, a lot of times it takes older. Unless you have some like your old man with commitment issues, like. Then you might take a very long time, but usually once you hit a certain level, like age and shit, you just go and. You I'm do not it. saying they don't do it. I'm just saying it's not right. <laughs> like I'm not. I'm not at all refuting that they do that because obviously, especially with women, biological clocks a real fucking thing. Mm-hmm. If you want to have kids, chop chop, nigga. Like let's go. You know what I mean? So yeah, I understand that. I just don't agree with it. <laughs> I'm not getting engaged and married in a year. No, I feel you. They not began dating November chance. 2018. But so that's the thing two is, years. Rich, wow. Two 2018? years. 2018? Is when they started dating. Yo, this quarantine 2020 shit is disappeared. Fucking we don't ever up, count bro. this year, bro. Oh my God. <laughs> 2018? Mm-hmm. I could have sworn I just seen them niggas on a couch for the first time together, like last year. <laughs> no, and then he proposed to her during quarantine. Oh wow! Damn. April twenty twenty. I rate it. That was quick. I rate it. When I found out he was dating her, I was like, "Good yeah, job, Jeezy. I like it. Breaking the mold for Southern yeah. rappers. <laughs> so, young no more. <laughs> right? Yeah. Fucking um, but there was a clip that was floating around that became uh, the talk of the town, and I just want to get you guys' take on it because it's. it's it's, it's, it's interesting as we grow older um, and we get like more women are getting closer and closer to equality um, in terms of like, you know, uh, fairness in the workplace and just being just being treated as a human yeah, being. Yeah. It's historically it's closer than it's ever been. Historically yeah. closer. It's not anywhere where it needs to be, but it's historically closer than it's ever been. Mm-hmm. Right. Um and in that i f- i personally feel that with that empowerment women are realizing a lot quicker 
because I think they all realize that it's at some point, at some age, that they're better than us, right? <laughs> they're better than men. <laughs> Just better human beings than men are, right? And with that, you have a mentality of like, men don't deserve us. They don't deserve our time. They don't deserve this. They don't deserve that. Fair, valid. I'm cool with all that. Um, but at the same time, with that new independence, with that, like, uh, that new mindset, you have a lot of relationships failing or relationships that just don't even get to be relationships because of this butting of heads, right? And when I, my boy was bringing it up the other day, he's just like, we were talking about Patrice O'Neal and how he was, his argument was like, no woman on the planet, no matter how much of a boss she is, no matter how much of a president she is, or have all the money, has more money than her man, whatever, doesn't matter the situation, no woman wants to lead. There's no woman that's in a happy relationship that is wearing the pants. And I was like, that's a fucking fact. <laughs> I don't think that, they, I, like, I think that there are women that do like to lead, and I don't think that the relationship is as... I don't even know the word to use for it. What were you coughing? Oprah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I think so, no, but even in that situation, I think Stedman wears the pants in the house, regardless of how much money she's made, how much of a boss she is. I don't think. I think a lot of women that make so many decisions a day don't want to come home and continue making decisions. That's just my theory on it. I feel like if you are out there running your own business taking care of your kids, doing all these different things outside of the home. When you get home, you want someone to kind of take the lead. I at feel like women want to lead, but they want to know that their man can take lead at any point in time. Okay, I can see that. I think but it's based on how much the person had, like the woman has been able to get over the control thing. Like there's some women mm -hmm. that just are naturally very controlling. Mm -hmm. And it's like if you've been able to realize like can't control everything mm. then maybe you're more open to having like somebody like lead and i think that there's a mis uh, misconception with the word lead when it comes to relationships yeah. Yeah. i think that it's when people exact. say that a man leads i think women feel like that means they are now lower than they're teared down and mm -hmm. what he says is law at the end of the day a good leader if anybody knows a good leader is someone that can take criticism, that yeah. can adjust, that can that knows like, when someone has a strength and is better than them at something. Which a lot of times you take like other people's feelings and thoughts into consideration. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Like, leaders are really hard to come mm -hmm. by. Like good very, leaders. That's very. why a lot of people get into the workplace and they hate their bosses because their bosses don't know how to lead properly. They, they right? think it's a dictatorship and not yeah. like a team building yeah. thing. You know what I mean? And like, that's what I, th I mean by women want a man to lead. It's not she wants a man to make every decision for her and, like, run her and tell her what to wear and all this other shit. It's just that he knows how to take charge, when to take charge, when to put her strengths in the spotlight and vice versa. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that there's a, there's a set way to lead. You know what I mean? And I... I'll play the clip that she was saying. My marriage, I want to submit to my man. Let me explain. When I hear this wow. definition, like you just said, Adrian, 
Submitting has a negative connotation. It means that you are less important, you are lower than that person that you're submitting to. It usually can be like, you know, reference as somebody who works lower than you and that's not what I'm referring to here yeah, but what I really true. learned in my life for my definition of marriage I'm not saying what I want works for everybody I'm saying for me right. I'm a very dominant woman I own my business I lead my teams I played my own manager my own publicist my own lawyer when I yeah. didn't have money to have those people so I make the decisions in my life when I come home I mm -hmm. A, I, I like the idea that my man leads us. That doesn't mean that in this case, Jay makes all the decisions for us. That doesn't mean that when he says, hi, Jeannie Mai. So yeah, and she want a strong horse, but she's still going to lead it. She's going to ride it. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's right. He's right. The, the horse is going to lead you to where you need to go, but you still got to ride the horse and tell it what to do to an extent. But then the horse needs to be strong enough to lead you there. Can't be a weak ass horse that you're sitting on. Where did I see this? Can't be somebody a pony. Asked, somebody <laughs> asked, "What's more important, the conductor, the train, or the tracks?" Ooh! Ooh. Come on! Well, it depends God. on what your goal is. I think it depends on where, what your goal is. Do you, do you have a specific place you want to go? No, there's hmm. only real one real answer for this. But the train, the can't be, the can't be, the can't be. The can, the can be. You can't have the train. The train won't move without the tracks. Exactly. That's the point. And you can't get somewhere without the tracks. No, but, but they're all important. They're all important. Every single role is important. Yeah. But the only way you're going to really get somewhere is with the with tracks. The tracks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because that's all I was thinking about. As soon as yeah. you said tracks, I was like, ooh, it's the tracks, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it seems like it could be the other ones, but I went to math class. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what about the people that build the tracks? Where does their importance lie? <laughs> and the people that hire the people that build the tracks. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> all I keep on thinking is that, com that Canadian heritage commercial. Uh, Holding the seat, holding the uh, what is it? What was that? The was like, liquid uh, nitrogen. Liquid, uh, yeah, man. <laughs> that man had like everybody's life on the line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, think about the uh, the Superman one. That's mm. my favorite one. Yeah, yeah, that was always my favorite Canadian heritage uh, moment when yeah. man is like put the note outside the 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 window here here, and it's Superman. I was like, yeah. Or no, the Irish kids that had to change their name. Like Molly, Molly Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Holy um, shit! Anyways, I always say like I want a man that's gonna lead, but not be a dictator. Because uh -huh. like, there's definitely a difference with one of my ex boyfriends. He was very like he was a dictator. Oh, Everything, we know. Like you know. Oh, we know. We heard. Yeah. We heard. Says go. So. For that, it's like, I don't want that. Like, yeah, sure, he's a leader, but not the type of leader that you really want because it's not a positive leading. It's such negativity, right? Yeah. And that's yeah. why you hate video games. It's a crazy world. It's, crazy. <laughs> it's a crazy world. It's crazy. She's been dissing video games ever since because of that nigga. Damn. <laughs> to, be all, to be fair, I'm not a big video gamer either. Uh, I don't blame you. <laughs> I mean, he's on beats. Like, he's, he's you're, you're touching other buttons, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> Pressing enough buttons. Um, but yeah. That's about it. We won't touch on Tori and Meg. We'll keep it there. Submissive. Yeah. I want a woman that's submissive. In the bed. I'm joking. Um, <laughs> you, want, you want a genie? <laughs> <submissive. laughs> no, I want to be uh, 51, 49. I think that's a healthy balance. And like sometimes she 51, uh, 49. Like, 
Yeah. Or she cooking. Okay. <laughs> no, just because my girl's actually a better cook than me. Like, that's just her strength. Oh, like, she's a chef. Fast. She's a culinary. Yes, it's not, I'm not being a caveman. <laughs> like, yeah. she just actually is a cooker. So it's I like, want to be able to do that, like, all the time. I really, like. Just cook? I want, maybe just cook, but, like, maybe learn how to just cook all the time. But <laughs> I want to be able to, like, like have a home and like cook for my man and mm. like do all that we all stuff do. and like do all the cute shit that's what i really want yep yep, yep. And so I we really all want to do it yeah, all I, the time i, I saw so we all want current situation uh post the other day I'm like yeah oh, that's beautiful i, I like, seen oh, that like, lock screen i see that yeah. i see you i see you <laughs> 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 subliminal <laughs> i was like i wonder if anybody was gonna pick up on that yeah, i picked it up i picked, you picked it up, it up and you didn't even say anything we eating your cake nigga <laughs> Not that cake. Whoa. Pause. I don't want pink eye. <laughs> but we got to thank Francis. Thank you Yo, coming. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Bach. Appreciate it. Mr. Also, Francis. We Francis Bach Nguyen. This is probably the okay. first time I said that on a, on like an interview. Hey. Francis met because we were both in the uh, Gatorade in the Jordan. commercial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. You guys got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Space Jam joint, right? Yeah. I was uh, so yeah. mad I wasn't on that campaign. Yo, oh, yo. That's the one campaign I saw where I was like, they ain't call me not one That was the most random that one. Was yeah. 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 Was so he was on the one before that. He was on the one before Who? that. That's for Anders. Okay, yeah. That campaign yeah, was, was sick. Yeah. Like, yeah. All right. Sick. Yeah. yeah, no, that it was, was definitely dope. like a dope experience. Yeah, for thing. sure, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, it looks dope. I haven't seen dope. a campaign like, sicker than that that they've done yet. You yeah, guys had like yeah. the photo shoot, the interviews, like the little video yeah. commercial kind of yeah, things. Yeah, like they picked us up at the Air Canada Center in a Sprinter that was like all Jordaned out. And like we just got there, so they took us to a secret location. Had like barbers, hairstyles, makeup, the whole team styling. Um, Akil told me it's because I was already shoot. in the union. I couldn't do it. I was like, oh, RIP to the Jordan store, man. It's gone? Well, it's 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 leaving. Is it? Oh, oh yeah. for real? 302 Young. Like, Damn. Damn. Flagship. What? 306 Flagship's gone. It's, it's leaving, man. Say oh, wow. word. Yeah, COVID. Canadian flags yeah. are gone? What? Yeah. what do you mean COVID? Yeah, it's, 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 it's just COVID beat Jordan? <laughs> Hey man, he beat the flu game. He beat the flu game, but not the COVID. But not COVID. Ah, take, wear your masks. <laughs> wear your masks. Was it really the flu game or the stomach flu game? It was a hangover game. So we're not going to talk about that, though. We're not going to talk about that. The pizza game. The pizza game. Pizza game. Yo, the pizza game. <laughs> the original pizza game. I forgot about that story. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, no, that campaign looked fire, man. It hurt my heart talking to it, um, Kaz. And mm-hmm. he's talking about uh, the um, how they like Nike's campaign out mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, yo, they did it way bigger than the Canadian ones. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. these niggas went to like, uh, what was it? Like the the stadium, I, I guess the stadium where the Giants play or some shit like mm-hmm. that. And they went to uh, they did a whole bunch of different shit. I can't even remember, but yeah, I just remember damn. hearing it. And I was like. We ain't do all that. What type like, of budget they had? They yeah. brought us to fucking um, what's that high school called? 
they brought us to West Hill Academy. Like, <laughs> 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 they brought us to West Hill. Like, what is this? Yeah, I'm like, these niggas got New nice. York and LA definitely get the, the top tier. Those influencers there, man. Mm. Top tier. They're eating. Everything. They're eating. And I was going to say, one campaign that they did include Canada on was when they sent a bunch of women to Paris. Um, that was, I felt like a really dope like Harris? experience yeah For the what? girl you know the girl natalia who cuts stuff up and remixes. oh yeah, 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 yeah. she went along with them too they sent it because it was like every year in paris fashion week they do the jordan like launch or whatever and, and they brought so her out there they sent out a bunch of like was brini there women brini who brini she's a a creative director artist photographer from here yes b-r-i-o-n-y you've seen i just her remember her like there was a couple of canadian girls that went her and Natalia um, work together a lot, so I think I feel. And oh, she's, okay, yeah, I know who she she's is. She's a I don't kicks know girl she, too. Yeah, I don't know if she went though. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't know who she was at that time, oh, so okay. I wouldn't have really noticed. But yeah, like they sent a bunch of different girls from like New York, Atlanta, LA, and Toronto, and just like all over the place. And that looked like a really fun time because you got to go to Paris, and they like literally sent you to your house they sent you your whole wardrobe like they yep. sent you new wardrobe essentially so you can I keep be doing it go big, and man. then you get to paris and you get to your hotel and there's like more Water wardrobe job. like yep. for you Damn. and they essentially allow like just dress Nike, you lace you with everything that is the that has been the key to their selling like from jump they would give out kicks like yeah mad kicks they gave out the kicks um, there's a guy that created the first nike running shoe like actual track and field running shoe it wasn't like a running running shoe and it was a coach that just wanted to get his players to run faster and to do better on the course yeah and he would just give them prototypes like nonstop prototypes and like some of them were no good like the spikes would come up through <laughs> the shoe the <laughs> sole and shit like until he got it down and then once he got it down he just started giving them out and that's like how they kind of built what nike is it's just word of mouth like yo you should check out nike or like people just wearing it the more people are wearing it the more brand awareness you have yeah. right um, even in schools when you look at the schools every year the amount of sneakers that nike gives away all these like, companies yeah the yeah. teams and stuff like that they do that a lot like especially if you're assigned to it like oh, portland yeah. oregon um their ducks the portland ducks, ducks or oregon ducks oregon or whatever ducks, yeah. uh they're signed to jordan and so they would get these exclusive colorways of yep. everything for the season and mm -hmm. stuff like that but Sick. what i first learned about influencer marketing before we actually even got a word was in high school during marketing class and i was reading through the textbook or whatever and they said that it, like word of mouth marketing i guess they would call it at the time or i don't know um was because they decided to give some sneakers to some basketball kids um who played on the high school team that were just cool they were the cooler kids so they yep. gave them the sneakers for them to wear on the court and then like that's really just how it became a little bit more popular yeah well sports like all the athletes in schools were the were the gods in in you know the schools they yep. had the yeah. most influence so naturally definitely mm -hmm. definitely well, thank you so much, Francis, thank for coming through, bro. Thanks. Appreciate it. Um, thank you, intern. Appreciate it. Um, loving the kneecaps. Loving the job. kneecaps. Good job, bud. Um, Good job. <laughs> As if it's summer. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's being respectful. He knew not to come out of my bed with but, uh, street clothes. Uh, gotcha. Oh, okay. That's why. I was like, how come both of y'all rocking shorts? Change. 
clothes because like, the first time he came out to give him some shorts like nigga, you ain't going to my bed oh like yeah you can't <laughs> have no outside corona you clothes was a, on the bed was uber people on clothes and shit yeah no so um but yeah amazing uh we have the show this this sunday baby sunday <laughs> this a dm for sunday <laughs> dress warm folks ticket dress warm there is one ticket left one ticket Damn. no it sold out because oh. i just got a dm while i was here somebody saying hey it sold out can i pay you 50 dollars at the door to come tickets in? are done another one another one um yeah we have a dope show we're doing brought to you by foot locker shout out to foot locker um uh they will be outfitting us for it as well which is really dope um so stay tuned to to see the gear man brand awareness man we just talked yep. about it man just yep. giving away free stuff to make y'all see how cool it is mm -hmm. um <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah no shout out to Foot Locker uh for supporting for seeing the vision um they saw the last podcast picnic and really really liked it and wanted to get involved um so shout out to them uh show Sunday is going to be just like all our other shows um without the dating show with the intern <laughs> it's just going to be our regular show um, that mm. we do two hours, uh, come out, enjoy, say what up. It's our last outdoor event of the year. Yep. No, who's to say it's our last event? We we don't know that. Yeah, who knows if they call us out for New Year's or something. Yeah, you know. Um, so we will see you guys on Sunday. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'm Marlon. I'm Norm. And I'm Alicia. And that was the Extra Gravy. Scoop, scoop! Bam, 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 bam. So, so, 